good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to another stellar Xbox Factor podcast. Yes, this is your regular Tuesday edition. And my God, ladies and gentlemen, do we have a panel for you today. A panel that's going to deliver big opinions. We have topics that are going to have us delivering said opinions. And you're going to get a chance to see some uh, gameplay from uh, Elden Ring, my current okay. game of the year. I mean, this is a masterpiece upon masterpieces. Um, you know, it's funny. If I were to pick it up right now, I wouldn't even know how to play it because I haven't <laughs> played it in so long. I have yeah. forgotten. So check out the gameplay here. Um, and uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of guests uh, today. Uh, we have a lot of returning members that are a part of the show each and every week. Uh, both Pong, Soul, Mav, and Josh, now N64 Josh, all had uh, personal things. Well, some work, some family stuff. They would, sh- they should be back next week or the following week after that. But we have some guests here that are no stranger to Double Barrel Gaming, and we're going to start first with Steel Rain, one half of Living Split Screen, Saturday mornings, uh, anywhere between three and four hours, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Steel Rain, how the heck are you? And another stellar show once again. Hey, look, boom, nothing but appreciation for that, man, and thank you for welcoming the rain back into <laughs> the Xbox Factor Kingdom, and man, look, um, again, more and more information just continues to come out, gaming is still better than ever to talk about, and look, man, I'm here to provide that RTS approach, if you don't know what that means, hey, check out our Saturday show, we break it down a little bit further for you, we live in split screen, but greatly appreciate uh, you inviting me in, we got quite the panel today, I'm interested to hear everybody's perspective, so let's get to it man yeah it's it's we have we have a lot to get into uh there is a lot to cover we have breaking news regarding logitech's handheld that was uh uh, that story had broken a couple of weeks ago that they were in fact working with nvidia uh with microsoft uh to bring us this new handheld that would take advantage of xbox game pass on the go and it it is an android-based device uh, it looks like the Nintendo Switch, absolutely stunning to look at. Uh, it does have an OLED screen. We will get to that. That story was broken by Tom Warren, someone that represents the Xbox Nation rather well with his stories over there at TheVerge.com. Uh, but uh, next up, Crazy Lou from Crazy Lou Gaming from Xbox International. How the heck are you, man? Welcome back. Oh, man. Happy as always to join you guys in the Xbox Factor, man. And thank you for having me here today. we got lots to talk about. I mean, look at that Logitech just leak. And, oh, man, talk about games today. Whoo! We got a whole bunch of things to run through, man. I'm really excited. And, again, thank you for having me back here, brother. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to have you back here. And, yeah, we do got a lot to get into. The main uh, topic of today is going to be something that I'm going to have to personally live on the air, give my my bow and bend the knee to Microsoft's uh, team that continues to deliver unbelievable experiences into game, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, one, one of the biggest criticisms that I personally had this year for Microsoft, like many, I'm not the only one that complained about this, was how... Uh, devastating it was to see Microsoft basically have no first-party games. Uh, And many of us, many of us in the community have called for Microsoft to deliver games like Gotham Knights and Sonic and Saints Row and a few of the bigger 
titles that we were expecting from third party. And so far, none of that has come to fruition. But if you look at the thumbnail that I built from scratch for today's show, every one of those games are triple A bombs, most of which are new IPs that we've never seen before. And what is interesting, and I think really where you put your you you, you know you put your finger on the pulse is how every one of these games are very Sony-esque. They are third-person, action-adventure, over-the-shoulder type of games. And listen, somehow the marketing team, and I think a lot of that has to do with Sarah Bond, have come and are delivering these big new experiences, even though some of them are multi-plats. That's fine, but it's funny how no one, and I mean no one, was talking about these games coming to PlayStation or PC because they were coming into Game Pass. And I think that, like I have said many times before, is in fact the exclusive. Uh, and I can't wait to get into that. But let's welcome in Boxenberger all the way back from uh, Germany. He had his nice vacation in Italy. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling great. I'm glad to be back. Although I have to admit the vacation was also pretty awesome. Um, but no, I'm <laughs> I'm excited to be back. Uh, we have a stellar panel. We have some cool topics to talk about. So I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it's again. Uh, Jay uh, Jigga Jay in uh, in the chat. Good friend of the program. He says Gungrave Gore also coming to Game Pass. That's right, dude. And that is another third-person, over-the-shoulder action-adventure game that, for the most part, would be dominant on on PlayStation. Man, that's coming to Xbox Game Pass day and date, and we have that information uh, from uh, a leak. Uh, an email was sent out with saying that Game Pass, you know, uh, with Gungrave uh, Game Pass day and date, it hasn't been announced. It's not available for preload yet. I think that this is going to be an announcement at the Tokyo Game Show which is, I think, I think it's next week, uh, which would be pretty dope. Uh, but we will, we will see. Uh, Daniel McGee, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, just uh, got some car repairs that I got to deal with in a little bit here. Not looking forward to that, but otherwise <laughs> doing great. You know what I mean? Uh, we got great topics and a great panel. Can't lose today, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, sorry about your car uh, repair, brother. That, that nothing's n nothing's uh, a punch to the ball, so to speak. <laughs> is that you go to bring something in for like you think it's going to be a hundred or two hundred dollars, and I'm like, nope, it's ten times the amount, and you want to just cry. Uh, yeah, so I, I I get it, brother. I get it. Uh, but last in no way least, uh, uh, Mr. Infinite Umbra, uh, one of the panel members for. Uh, Xbox Infinite podcast on Friday evenings, which I, I I popped by when you guys were live. How are you, man? What's going on? I'm good, boom, man. I'm excited to sit here, you know, and talk it, chop it up with you guys always. So um, <clears throat> my energy always seems really low after this because I work overnight. So when I oh, come well, in, that will do it. Yeah, yeah, that will do it. That know, will do it. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, but uh, you know, I don't have quite the energy as our, as our good brother Rain coming in. <laughs> So I'm not going to be shouting at y'all, but you you will hear me, all right? But yeah, I'm excited to chop it up with you all. Let's talk about this. Well, you know what? Let, let's get let's let's get right into the breaking news. And like I said, this may not be a big deal for people that are uh, you know PC folks, uh, people that love uh, the Steam Deck that has uh, taken over social media uh, when it was launched. People continue to show off their uh, their 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 you know their handhelds as being 
you know, the greatest things in sliced bread because there's so much. I mean, it's basically you're holding a PC in your hand. Um, but it was the story was broken a couple of weeks ago where Logitech was working with NVIDIA and somehow or another Microsoft was in on that, te- you know, in, in on that original story as uh, potentially working with both Logitech and NVIDIA regarding uh, Logitech's cloud-based gaming handheld. And, folks, uh, Tom Warren of The Verge broke the story this morning at 4.55 a.m. Eastern, our time, um, and he has an actual picture of it. And, my God, you know what? Let let me just share the screen with you fine folks so you can see. If if you're not in front of your pewter... Or in front of your phone, you can turn around and you can take a look um, and see exactly what I am seeing. And I'm going to bring it up for you right now on the screen. Let me see. Uh, there it is, blown up for you to take a look at. Uh, Logitech's cloud-based gaming handheld leaks with Android apps and Switch-like UI. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it looks like. It does look very, very similar to the OLED switch, which I currently own. And uh, let, let me let me just, uh, as, as you see, I'm going to read from it. And again, I'm going to read verbatim from the story because this just came out. Uh, it says this, Logitech's new cloud gaming handheld has leaked weeks after the company teased it was working on the new device. And the Logitech G and Tencent Games confirmed their plans for a dedicated handheld earlier this month. And now um, Evan Blass has tweeted pictures of the handheld, which re- which reveal access to Google Play Store alongside support for Xbox X Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service. Uh, the Logitech G Gaming handheld looks roughly the same size as the Nintendo Switch, and it even includes a Switch-like UI where you scroll through the apps and games. One leaked image shows Chrome and YouTube apps alongside Xbox, NVIDIA, and Steam icons. While Blast tweeted images of the handheld, Logitech was quick to file a DMCA complaint to remove them from Twitter and thus confirm the authenticity, the authenticity of the device. Uh, you know, Steele, let's get, let's get to you, dude. Uh, okay. This is a big deal. Um, you know, obviously there are a lot of people that enjoy uh, what the Steam Deck does. Besides mm-hmm. it being a very powerful uh, handheld, it's 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 one that um, you know it, it, it's if you are uh, someone that is a, a techie, you're a tech head, you really can put that thing through its paces and get right. get your money's worth, so to speak. I, I'm not that guy. That that's mm-hmm. not for me. I'm more of a a plug and play, you know, pop on the uh, the console and go kind of a dude. Which mm-hmm. is why this is this appeals to me more so. Uh, where 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 does this fit in the gaming space? Um, from from me, I mean, again, you're trying to get that attention of that mobile gamer, those kids, those people that are always on the go. You're traveling. Um, this would, as I start to think more about it, would definitely be something that I could possibly jump into or ha- at least have on the side for. Hey, Dad, if, can I can I play a game real quick? Hey, yeah, play on this real quick. Um, we were talking a, a little bit about it in the background. Um, because it is a little bit different from having like a Steam Deck, like you mentioned, boom, where you got to fiddle with it a little bit to get things 
games like the cloud gaming where xbox cloud gaming on there um until it's like becomes an officially a part of it and i don't have a steam deck myself so I, there's of course it's probably not going to be that complicated but i'm also i would consider myself a little bit more savvy than the than the normal individual so um also like you stated you would want a device that could do something and give you easier access. So um, it using like, for an example, the Google Play Store, if it's going to be based off of Android, um, that right there tells me it's trying to appeal to the mobile market. Uh, mobile gaming is becoming is continuously becoming bigger and bigger um, as we continue to move through into the future. Uh, Microsoft also sees that play and as these mobile games continue to get uh, continue to develop and become continue to also become more expansive again you look at games like Genshin Impact uh Tower of Fantasy these games are really becoming although they may be gotcha games quote unquote uh where they want, of course they want you to eventually get to a point where you feel like you got to spend some money to get these characters and whatever the case um but there are other games that aren't like that. Maybe your Call of Duty Mobiles, your Apex, your, and we obviously know that that's where a lot of a lot of the attention is. Again, um, even if you just end up playing Candy Crush on the thing, uh, get, there's so much money that's in that market. Um, a device like this would only make sense. Again, everybody could try their hand at it, um, but it is going to depend on which one is going to seem more friendly for everybody. I think we can all can admit that the Steam Deck was obviously tailored for people in the know right um the hardcore the enthusiast as i like to say um maybe not so much your normies or maybe your but your tinkerers for sure whereas a device like this it's more android based uh could make sense though you are tethering that line especially with mobile phones continuously improving to where do you need a dedicated only gaming device when your phone does the same thing and we're getting all we're getting to a point where who doesn't have a phone? It used to be more of a question like, hey, well, little Timmy, I'll get you a phone when you're 18, 16, <laughs> you got football practice, you know. Now it's like I'm considering myself, I got a I have an 11-year-old who's in middle school, and I'm like, man, I, I kind of feel like I need to have constant access with her because the world is crazy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of options there. They have switches, so I can see how that can appeal to the children um, or to a younger audience, I should say. And I think that's really what it's in there for. But we'll see. Again, people like me and you, boom, we could probably use it. We'll have find something to use it for. So, Yeah, you know what? For me personally, uh, unless it's pr unless they price us out of it, like if this is right. a four hundred device, $400 device, I don't ne necessarily know if I do it day and day because right. I do play my Switch. Uh, the Switch was three hundred. Well, this one's a little bit more because you know if it was the 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 uh, OLED, but mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with that. See, like this over here, if it's anything on un three hundred un under, it's it's a day one purchase for me. Uh, it's something I would definitely get into. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, listen, it, it looks really nice. I, I I would love to see my my biggest issue to what you said about the phones is I have my phone in a case. So if mm -hmm. I drop my phone, it get, doesn't get broken. Right. So if you're going to use any of these, you know, uh, key sheets and everything else, mm -hmm. you, you have to take it out. It's a pain in the ass mm -hmm. to have to take it out of the case to put it into here, then to, to, to put it on. I always felt that all of those devices always felt flimsy. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because, you know, they're on like this little plastic bar that your phone is sitting on. And, and I have big mitts. Like I'm six feet to 10. I have big hands. You know what I'm saying? And it always felt like I was using a kid's toy when I used my phone. Whereas when I use the switch, 
and this is very very reminiscent of that, then I, I'll be good. Uh, let, let, Crazy Lou, is, is this something that you buy day one? Is, is, is oh. this something that, that that falls into, you know, whether are you a Steam Deck guy or are you more of like a plug and play kind of a dude? Well, let me tell you something. Now, I had my hands on a Steam Deck thanks to Victor Click when he came here to Dominican Republic. He said, Louie, here, take it with you, enjoy it, do a video review, which I still got to put together to put it on the channel. But yeah, I actually got my hands on it. And I'll be honest with you, I felt good playing with the Steam Deck. Okay. Now, the bad thing is the cloud gaming is still not here in Dominican Republic. So I hope that if Microsoft I listens know. to this conversation, please throw the cloud gaming here. We want it. We need it urgently because I just love, you know, showing people off on my cell phone. Like, hey, you know, I can. What's it called that Xbox has? That, um, you can, you can connect directly to the console. I forgot the name of it. Um, oh, the remote play. The remote play. I just yeah. love showing them how I can connect the remote play on my yeah, cell phone. Sure. And I would love to show them how xCloud works. So, yeah, if that comes in, seriously, and it's 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 a to-go console. I mean, it's if it's in a good price, heck, yeah, I'll get my hands on a Logitech. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It's awesome. It's got an OLED screen. And what I saw on the picture, because I was scanning through the picture, I say, I think I saw it, that it has an, a, a micro SD storage. So I think it could have a micro SD storage. So that's another. So if it does, that's a good thing. That means we can download probably games on it, or not. I mean, we gotta see. We gotta see we, more it, about. It's interesting because I think yeah. you had read it and said something to the effect where there is onboard storage or expandable storage. So I would yeah. imagine that if there is expandable storage, you might be yeah. able to download a game via uh, you know uh, yeah. Xbox Game Pass. And if be. it's and if the card is big enough, I would imagine because they they make uh, terabyte uh, cards that are small as as a nickel, you know yep. what I'm saying? So I, I we'll we'll see. But all I can tell you is that this it this comes at a perfect time. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Tencent has their hands in everyone's cookie jar, uh, so we know that they're heavily investing in this with Logitech. Uh, Logitech is a phenomenal company when it comes to their yeah, peripherals. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love what they bring to the table. I'm a big fan of theirs. Yeah. Um, and I think that this there's something to be said about uh, a device that will take advantage of, of course, uh, being able to play on the go. For me, this is this is a, a, a win win. Like I said, the only way that I don't get this if they box me out with the price. Um, so, so I got a question for you all, though. Do you think this I mean, since games on the go is getting um, to be like a new thing, and it's actually true, it's be it's becoming like actually a new thing. I mean, Steam Deck is doing really well. Coming. Yeah, Steam Deck is doing really well. Everything's doing really well. Do you think that PlayStation is going to probably do a new Vita or Xbox is going to get into handhelds? That's it's, a question, you know, and I ask myself every time. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a great question. Uh, uh, the, Sony, the Sony answer is no. Um, I right. don't see them doing it because... Uh, right now, they are having trouble getting PlayStation 5s out the door. I, I don't know how they're going to equate what they're yeah. doing with the console market and next year launch um, uh, a, a PlayStation uh, uh, you know, VR 2.0, which is expected to be upwards of five and $600. I don't know if they team up with someone. Maybe that's the answer. You know, Because you, uh, yeah. I, I know that Microsoft... Uh, was in the in on the conversation when Logitech and Tencent announced this. I don't know where because I don't I don't have the contract in front of me, right? So I don't know what they're going to do, but I know that they were involved in getting uh, their you know their, their 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 streaming service working on there. 
Uh, we know that Microsoft is working with the, uh, with the Steam Deck to get, uh, to get their service working on that. It's working quite well. Yep. So I don't know what Sony does. Uh, Sony is notoriously, as we've seen when it comes to their handhelds, support it for a hot minute and then let it die on its own. Um, yeah. So it's 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 going to be an interesting take. Uh, Boxenberg, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, this is yeah. this is something. I mean, you have a Steam Deck, correct? No, I don't. Oh, uh, I, wow! It's, you know, for some reason, I thought you did. The, where, I wanted where did, to get one. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where is the Logitech G yeah. uh, handheld for for you? Is, is it something that you're interested in? Is it something that the gaming world needs? See, these are two interesting questions. The first is absolutely not for me. Uh, but the second okay. one is: it's always good to have options, and this is what this is. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I have a pretty good phone. Um, I have not the Kishi, but a ripoff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm good. I have that thing that Logitech announced. Um, but people that don't have a proper phone uh, mm-hmm. that want to have that holistic experience when they try to play in the cloud and not use mm-hmm. their smartphone for that uh, because it's crap and the, maybe, the, the, I don't know, the display is cracked or whatever. For those people, it can be a valid option. And I'm always pro options this isn't an option for me i have i'm happy with the phone and and the kishi ripoff i have um i have a fantastic xcloud experience on that Mm -hmm. but others might not and for them that's a it's a very interesting device um i wonder how it will perform on the market because it is a tough market Mm -hmm. um like since the way I understood it from from the leaks is it does not run natively games. It's all about cloud streaming options. You can have xCloud on there. You have like um, NVIDIA streaming service and and so on. You can have those streaming services. So the question is, who is willing to spend like what two hundred bucks plus um, on a device that can only stream games? Um, for this almost the same amount of money you get a phone that can do the same so um it's great that this exists because it it opens up a new market it opens up new options and maybe it's a failure but kudos to logitech for trying it's a valid option it's a a great idea and yeah let's see how it it will perform Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, we're coming into a, a, an era where Microsoft are going to be sole owners of Activision, Blizzard, and King. And mm-hmm. uh, as we saw from that interview with Bloomberg last week, one of the most interesting uh, aspects of the interview, uh, I, I mean, it was picked apart. And, and there, was a lot to, there was a lot to digest in that interview. I mean, the interview is mm-hmm. about 40 minutes, but it's... It's packed. Like if you sat there and you 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 could make ten shows out of what what Phil Spencer had to say. <laughs> uh, but I think what was most interesting is his take on the presence that Microsoft currently doesn't have in mobile, but will when they own King. And I think that when you look at them partnering or being involved somewhat in this Logitech G with both Logitech and Tencent. Now, again, I don't know if they invested. I don't know exactly what their what their role is. But the fact that this is a, 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 a cloud-based um, device, who's better to team up with them than the people that own Azure, right? 
the best one of the best cloud services in the business. And on top of that, they just so happen to be getting in bed with mobile gaming. And I think that we're going to start. We're going to start. I mean, I, so, I, I know that uh, Mav's wife, uh, Fancy, she had posted something the other day that was, I think she had the app on her Xbox for Candy Crush. Like, I don't even know how that's possible, but hey, mm-hmm. that that's an actual thing. And as we know, Candy Crush last quarter made more money than Call of Duty, PC, and console combined. Just just mm-hmm. just imagine that for a second. So I think there is something here to be said about Microsoft potentially, you know, getting involved with this from the ground floor up. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let, let let let's bring in um Daniel on this. Daniel, wh- where where does this hold in the market is, is this something that's going to uh, go out with a whimper or is or is there something to be said about this you know i think it entirely comes down to whether it, so if it if it turns out to be a strictly like streaming device then it's going to come down to how well that works right um if it is like uh like louis was saying and, and there's a, a storage slot where you can download at least a handful of games then i think it'll do perfectly fine right yep. like um Will it take the world on fire? Probably not. I mean, the Steam Deck is getting a lot of buzz, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's going to be like selling as much as a Switch or anything, right? Like it's, I, right. you know, I don't think it's going to do anything crazy like that. Um, yeah, true that. But the Steam Deck is super successful. True. Um, um, the numbers are actually really, really high. There's going to be a second one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> At this rate, <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah. No I doubt. think that there's there's every likelihood that this is uh, successful. Yeah. Um, my hope is that Xbox sort of gets behind it as a yep. like an advertising partner, so yes, that they can I agree. sort of yep. brand it loosely as the know. the Xbox handheld. Because I I don't necessarily think that they're going to build one of their own. I think it's more likely that they uh, just associate with something like this. Because I mean. If this already exists, building another one seems almost redundant because this is basically exactly what we were asking for them to create. Um, basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of whether or not this is for me, uh, the I'm with Vox. It, the answer is no. <laughs> I'm just I'm not a I'm just not a mobile kind of person. You know, I I, I didn't I didn't buy an OLED TV so I could carry a, <laughs> a a phone around with me and play on that. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's just never been for me. My my switch has not left its dock in like three years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, like the only reason mine actually stays out of the dock or leaves the dock from charging is because when I play with the the misses, she plays on the TV and I have the OLED sitting right next to me, so we're chilling, and she we're both playing, and uh, that that's why I I, uh, I appreciate the uh, the you know the the OLED uh, switch, but. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. listen again. Not not every product or every game is for every <laughs> gamer. That's 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 a that's a reality. Yeah, okay. But mm-hmm. good stuff. Listen, let's let, let's uh, bring Infinite Umbra into the conversation. Umbra, this is uh, this is I'm mean, again breaking news uh, of the way of of the Verge uh, from Tom Warren, who always has his ear to the floor when it comes to big stories like this. So shout out to Tom Warren of the Verge. Um, is Logitech's cloud gaming handheld something that you might be interesting? I mean, it's very Swish, Switch approachable. Uh, looking at it myself on the screen now, uh, it's something that I could definitely see I, I would use if there was some some sort of a dock for it where I, I, I would be able to just, you know, hook up a, a wireless controller. I would probably play it just like that. Yeah, I, you know, the thing about it, Boom, is like 
I wouldn't say it's an oversaturation, but I think it's just it's a niche thing. And yeah. because mm-hmm. we know that the the switch kind of has a chokehold on things, and now that the the uh, Steam Deck is taking care of the other part for the more hardcore uh, sector, it's kind of like, why do you need this? You, I don't see the, the the need for this just yet because the Steam can fill any void this would have, and the Switch would have, you know, obviously Nintendo games and such like that where you can play and then also put it on your screen and go native. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's just tough to really say. I think it comes down to the price. If it's affordable enough, you know, cheap enough rather that you know they can justify that then it's possible they can get you know get some good sales with it the problem i think is that it's just cloud-based and although i'm sure it'll have a memory slot so you can probably you know emulate things of that nature that'll probably come in handy for people but then there are a lot of handhelds out there right now that you can get that are probably as powerful as or probably more powerful than this right here actually um although i know it has the new g30 excuse me the g3x or was it the 63x the g3x i believe chipset which allows it to play more of the more modern games i don't know i just don't know how this would would work out honestly um i think as most things it's going to come down to the price so the pricing of it and if it has any nice things like nice a nice screen an oled or something well it's an oled for sure that has been confirmed so that 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 is uh i mean look i uh, this is going to appeal maybe not so much for us Right, like, well, for, well, for me, definitely, but for others, I can hear somebody uh, clicking and typing. If you're going to type, please just put it on mute. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think that. Listen, the, the bottom line is that there are a huge amount of mobile gamers, and I think that if you play on your phone, your screen, this phone is probably. I can guarantee you, the screen on your phone is better than most stuff out there right now. Mm-hmm. The problem yeah. is playing mm-hmm. on the phone, though. See that I, I don't like it, dude. That, it, it, the screen is See, too small. It's that the touch controls not my thing, yeah. and most of the hand, you know, the stuff you put your phone into mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass to put your phone into. Well, that's the other thing that's a kind of a turn off then about that device, boom, because that screen is only about six and a half inches, and a lot of phones are either that size or bigger. So yeah. it's it's yeah. kind of almost at that point to where the what the question that I would want to bring up is wouldn't it just make more sense? I know you were saying that hey, with well, the razor key, I got to take my case off, I got to do this. <laughs> I think it would just be better if they if someone if it's Xbox, if it's Logitech, if it's someone that stepped in and just continue to iterate on that on that accessory so that if you you don't have to take off a case so uh maybe maybe it needs to be a little bit longer or it needs to connect a different way or whatever else the case may be so you don't have to take apart things because that is an automatic turn off for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. i i overall think that the better thing to do for what the company should do um kind of coming from a consumer standpoint too is just give me more ways to use things i already have yeah for me i think it just it still it just comes right back to that thought like are most people going to be going toward cloud-based gaming and i don't think we i don't think we are just yet you know what i mean i don't think we're there yet so i think that's that might be an issue for it and then it has competition even in the the, just Mm -hmm. the cloud-based area price yeah so it's it's other competition if you all look into the handhelds now Mm -hmm. that can do exactly what this is offering to do probably better being honest and uh so that's that's another issue so I don't know. I feel like with the switch being out there, 
and the Steam Deck, it seems like this came out at the wrong time. That's what it feels like. But we don't know. We can see how it works out. Maybe like someone pointed out, uh, Microsoft, maybe they did some type of partnership with it to for the for X Cloud and things like that. And you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe that could work out in its favor. It can come out looking more positive. It has if yeah. it has decent enough specs, some people will get it for that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just seems like it's gonna. It's all gonna come down to pricing, in my opinion. If it's a, yeah. if it's cheap enough, it'll do well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what? And and, and I want to segue, uh, folks, into that that specific interview that I talked about. That again, if you if you are a podcaster and you want and you were kind of first of all, I don't know how you be. This last two weeks, I don't know about anyone else. We went from having nothing to having to make up our own topics to literally, holy shit, how do we speak, how do we speak about everything? It's just crazy. <laughs> but before I do, I got to I gotta catch up with some of the Super Chats. been quite a few of them, and they've been rather lofty. The first one of the day comes to us from Jacob Novick, good friend, generous friend of the program. He drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat and says, can highly recommend all people interested um, in, uh, back Armed Fantasia and Penny uh, to, to back Armed Fantasia and Penny Blood on Kickstarter. I actually just saw someone talking about that just back today uh, for uh, uh, I'm not sure if you if you backed for eight hundred and ninety dollars or eight dollars and ninety cents. But if it's eight hundred and ninety dollars, my God, dude, that's bonkers. Uh, he says expected to come twenty twenty five. They have a, a seventy five. Uh, 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 750,000 goal to, uh, to reach. Uh, it's from the same devs as Wild Arms. Uh, Wild Arms is pretty dope. I got to check that out because I saw a lot of people starting to talk about that. Uh, so thank you so much for being here, Jacob, but thank you for the generosity. Shooter2853, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding and very generous 10 oh no, $15 super chat. It says, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Boom, or Mrs. and Mrs. Boom, Daniel McGee, Crazy Lou, Boxing Burger, Steel Rain, and Sir Infinite Umbra. Here is my contribution to the Family Friends Game Pass. Hope someone will join this old man. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Uh, my gamer tag is Mr. Boomstick XL, Mr. Space Boomstick XL uh, on on um, on Xbox. Hit me up, brother, for sure. Sir X-Men, hopefully you're doing better, my brother. He drops a $2 super chat and says, waiting on portable to use SIM for 5G phone data. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's another big thing. I don't know whether this is going to be 5G enabled or not. I don't know how that would work. Um, but uh, Eternal Shaddai drops a very generous $20 bomb and says, good afternoon, Boom and Panel. Uh, it, is, it, it, is, it is not a bad idea from Logitech to create a handheld to create with others. Let's remember when the Switch released, the battery life wasn't great. Internal st 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 stability is something to think about. Yeah, I mean, look, this is something, again... Um, it's Logitech. For me personally, I absolutely love their stuff. I've been buying their stuff since way, way back in the days when no one even knew who the hell Logitech was. Um, I really appreciate what they uh, what they bring to the table. And I, I think this again, if it's if it's not a four or five hundred dollar device, and it's like two between two hundred and three hundred, I'm going to get a day one. I don't know if I'm going to use it every day per se, but I'm definitely getting in on that conversation. I kind of want to segue, ladies and gentlemen, to what Phil Spencer had to say, because obviously he did this interview with Bloomberg last week, um, and it, it it turned a lot of heads. Phil had a lot of things to say, but specifically 
on what they plan to do with mobile. And I think that is a conversation that goes really well with what we just talked about, because obviously in the original story, Microsoft did have input into what they were doing with this thing. Now, I don't know if that was in regards to what they currently do with uh, you know, you know, with the cloud-based gaming that they have, or it's going to officially going to be called xCloud, which it should have been from the beginning, or what they're going to do in the mobile uh, air, you know, the area once the ABK deal is done, which is expected to close by end of year. Here's what Phil had to say, ladies and gentlemen, and this comes to us way of videogamechronicles.com or VGC for short. Uh, the article was written by Tom Ivan, who is a uh, who is a journalist there, and this is what Phil Spencer had to say, and I quote. When we were thinking about what we were capable of doing today and where we where do we need to go, the biggest gaming platform on the planet is mobile phones. One and a half billion people are play on mobile content. Uh, I guess, re- regrettably, as Microsoft is not in a place where we have a native platform, as gaming coming from console and PC, we don't have a lot of creative capability that has been bu- the built uh, to hit mobile games. One thing about the video game space uh, is if you have been around maybe too long, you, mo- you, you know most of the creators out there. So you kind of know teams that could be a good fit in terms of what we are trying to do. But we really started the discussion internally, at least on the Activision Blizzard King, around the capability that they had on mobile and then on PC with Blizzard. Those were two things that were really driving our interest. Now, Steele, this is a lot to digest. This is a lot to get into. Um, Look, Call of of Duty Mobile Mm -hmm. makes boatloads of money i'll say what you want about the new um diablo whether it's a cash grab whether it's pay to win kind of it's making boatloads of money these are two franchises that are going to be become first party in in a couple of months and then now like i said i don't know if we're going to get a branded xbox uh you know logitech g or they're just going to you know, partner with them and help them promote it. I, I don't know what's going to happen on the back end of it, but this, uh, it just seems like everything is coming together. What, what what do you think about what Phil had to say regarding mobile? Is it something that you think they're going to drive home once this deal is done? Um, I think, it, again, it, it only makes sense for them to because that's what they've been speaking to. Uh, again, the mobile market is the biggest market when it comes to gaming, whether you consider them actual gamers or not. And we also see, um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, that mobile gaming is becoming not only more accessible, um, but it is also stepping up as far as graph of uh, fidelity and quality goes. Now, that not, may not be for everybody, and playing on a small screen isn't for everybody, but it obviously is to uh, a mass audience of people right anybody that has a phone so with that in mind and with the not only the console space um but also the pc space being kind of capped out at 500 million maybe a billion people at some point um if we can ever get it there the only way to expand that to get people to look at what 
is gaming about is that actually put it in their hands, which is I know it makes it it's hard for people to see the the cloud strategy and it not making sense for a lot of people, but it it honestly is the most blatantly obvious path because you you can't get out of it right um you take your phone with you everywhere you there's other mobile devices that you take everywhere whether it's an ipad people are getting steam decks now we like which we also spoke on earlier and the more prevalent these things become because they will become more prevalent um because that's just how technology works the easier it is going to be for every the easier it's going to be for everybody else so they got to they got to double down on the uh the mobile market you don't reach 3 billion people by focusing on pc and console gamers it, it hasn't worked thus far on um, the last decade when they're trying to kind of tease this out and move one way or the other way game pass hasn't all of a sudden done a disney where you get a certain uh game in there or even after they get activision blizzard in there they're not going to automatically hit 200 million subscribers out of nowhere that's it's not going to happen is there going to be a jump yes but you have to do more than that and that's forcing people to see it uh mind share someone that's the only thing that playstation has over any other company especially in the gaming space is mind share people know what playstation is so now it's xbox's turn to microsoft's turn that's to say more so to not only be known for windows but say hey we have Windows, which is also which is also our other service-based thing. I'm sure you guys have heard about that, but here's Xbox too. No matter how you look at it, whether it's on your phone, on your computer, on a tablet, uh, where, wherever it may be on the console, you have access, and this is what it and this is what it is. So yeah, if you ask me, I, I think they it makes sense for them to double down, triple down um, on the mobile side of things, and see where they can get with it. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it, it all goes back to what Phil Spencer was clowned about uh, many, mm-hmm. many years ago where he said, want to reach 3 billion games. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And everyone in the media and everyone on Sony's side was like, 3 billion gamers, they, they can't get the Xbox gamers. Remember that? I remember that mm-hmm. very, quite vividly. Um, exactly. And uh, now who's having the last laugh? That's, that's, that, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, look, Phil Spencer again, had a lot to say in this interview, specifically on the mobile side. It, it, it appears that it, it's one of those platforms that they don't have a foothold. They don't even have a fingerprint right now, but they will. And that's due to the big money that they currently uh, are spending on uh, nearly $70 billion on Activision Blizzard King. And uh, it's going to be basically an, a waterfall of revenue uh, for, for Microsoft moving forward. Uh, what, what, where, do you, where do you see them going with this? Hmm. I mean, where is he going? I just hope that they actually open up and to the rest of the world. Like I like I said, you know, for me, um, here here in Dominican Republic, I, I mentioned it earlier. We don't have XCloud, and I wish that it could just come by, drop here, so we can use and and, and get adjusted to it. Because that idea of of bringing those games mobile and everywhere. I mean, we have seen it in toaster ovens. We have seen it in refrigerators. <laughs> we have seen it even in Teslas. I mean, people were playing with the Tesla screen. And we're also, we, didn't we see like a, a whole new Mini Cooper Pokemon car or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a screen where you can play games or something like that. It was like a weird concept. But yeah, it, it's going to be everywhere. And, and and if they do open up to the rest of the world, I mean, they're going to reach way, way far. I mean, seriously. Yeah. 
I agree. And, and, and that's something that they got to do. They got to keep on knocking on doors and opening to the world and just hope to God that it actually comes here in Dominican because really I have tried the xCloud on my computer, but I have to use a VPN to do it. And it's not it's gotcha. not the same, though. It's not the same. So so when it comes here, I just can't wait to try it. And it's going to be huge and it will be really impactful and they will make a crap load of money, especially now since they're putting on TVs in an easy, easy access. You know? Yeah, you know what? It's uh, they have to do. They have to be better with their localization for yeah. sure. They have to be better of getting uh, other countries involved in the conversation. Uh, it, if there's one complaint that I do have about Microsoft, it's or specifically Xbox. It's that. I mean, we've heard from many, many Xbox gamers from across the world that said, "Yeah, listen, you know what? Why don't they uh, do more here? Why don't they do better here?" And yeah. again, it's, it, it's if there if there is a complaint about Microsoft and specifically Xbox, it's that localization is a is a huge issue, and you do have gamers that that you know can bring us not not, not only spend a lot of money on your platform, mm -hmm. but also you want those gamers. You know what I'm saying? You can, yeah. they they should not be ignored, and yeah. sometimes it does kind of feel like that, Lou. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's just that also that um when you when you sit down and you explain to somebody the stuff you can do with with the Xbox and the service and everything, it's hard to explain because like I said, you know, I I show them the remote play. It's easier because yeah, remote play actually does work here, but I want to show them how the X Cloud works. But how can I show it to them? Right. You know, good stuff. I can't I can't show it to them, and and that's something that if I show it to them, they'll be like, whoa, this is amazing. I mean, literally, you can play Game Pass on here, like well, you know, all that stuff. That's yeah. going to get them really amused and say, hey, you know, now I want to get into an Xbox and see how it goes. So, yeah, I just hope that they open to the world everything else. And I know it takes time because, again, it's still called beta. Isn't it called XCOP beta yet still? I, I, I'm not sure. It's, I don't think it officially has launched yet. It's probably yeah. still in beta. Yeah, It's probably still in beta. But once that officially launches, I hope it just opens up around the world so we can all have a taste of it. And, and like I said, it's going to be huge. I mean, they're going to make a lot of money because of that. They yeah, will. no, I absolutely agree. Listen, before I bring in a uh, Boxenberger to get his opinion on this, I want to catch up with some of the super chats and thank you so much for throwing them into the uh, into the private message because obviously, you know, when you're trying to run the show, you, you it does get messy. Um, Outbreak Podcast has been a member, wow, for over 13 months. Thank you so much for that. He says, "Amazing panel. I want this handheld device. Yes, I can play on my phone. Still not as fun as playing on a handheld that's dedicated to work with Game Pass." Yeah, I see that. That's that is. The, the, the kicker for me it's it's not a dedicated device i that's what i want that's why i'm day one we also have a uh, percolator 9000 has been a channel member for five months and he says have a great show this is my last month money is short listen dude i i appreciate you supporting the channel but it is it, you just supporting with your views is perfectly fine money is tight for everyone brother and we definitely appreciate what you have done just come in here to hang out that's all we want. We just want to just strike up a conversation um, and, uh, you know, just just chill. So thank you so much for everything that you've done. And don't sweat it. He says, um, but I'm still here. Keep up the good work. Hello, rest of the panel. Well, thank you so much for that. We also have Highlander. 001 drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, uh, afternoon, uh, Mr. Boomstick and panel. I use my Samsung tab, uh, tab 7, the, uh, the, uh, the S7 Plus to stream my Xbox games, um, both on my home console and Game Pass. 
just use my Xbox controller. Works great and can still game with my crew. Yeah, dude, that that's that's awesome. I I, I absolutely love that. Um, that is, uh, I have a, I have a new tablet that I got. I haven't really taken advantage of it like I should. Mrs. Got Mrs. Boomster got me a good one uh, for uh, for Christmas. And and again, I, I could use it, but I really want that dedicated handheld. Uh, Lady Foxfire drops an outstanding two dollars super chat. Thank you, Super Darling, for being here. Super appreciate the super sticker, and of course, you hanging out with us today. We also have Looney Boy two two one one three three drops an outstanding and very generous ten dollars super chat, and says the tech and engines abk owns is more valuable to microsoft than the individual ips battlenet on pc and king's mobile infrastructure will change the game for all uh, all of xbox first party operations yeah that's that's a, that's a great freaking point that no one seems to think about like i said it is there is so much to this deal this is this is why microsoft has been uh, you know, I haven't seen them doing much of anything. They they do not want to risk this deal going anywhere but in their favor. And I I just I for Microsoft's sake, I cannot wait for this deal to be done, so we could get back to uh, talking about who they're going to buy next. <laughs> That's the reality. Um, Jacob Novick drops an additional two dollars super chat and uh, or, and says um eight, um eight ninety not. Uh, eight ninety, not eight ninety nine, but they take my money in thirty one days. Good for you, brother. I definitely appreciate that. And that's that. Listen, you love you love to see people support the devs, especially when it's uh, a smaller team. Uh, Scott Gamer, dude, what's up, brother? How you feeling? He drops a very generous ten dollars. Who chat says hello? Boom! I'm paid up until twenty twenty three for Game Pass. Yeah, I'm paid up until when is it? November eighteenth of 2024 is when i'm paid up for i i am good dude like i i when i when it's on sale i go ham bro I, i'm not messing around uh, but that's good thank you for the generosity he says have you guys heard any updates for the family plan uh godfather didn't see i i've been looking for it. i'm not sure as soon as they drop that information if it's a breaking news story you know obviously i'm going to cover it but as soon as i get that information we're definitely going to talk about it because i have a strong suspicion that uh they may grandfather people into it like i can just add people to my service and it just will eventually when it re-ups be 25 dollars a month Again, that's just me assuming, but I don't want to a- make an ass out of you and me. So as soon as I got the info, I will definitely drop that, Scott. Uh, BitCloud Gaming, what's going on, brother? He drops a very generous $5 of chat and says, what's up, boom? Have a great uh, show. Salute to my brother, Boxenberger, and Crazy Lou. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for the generosity. Um, listen, let's let's bring in um, Daniel on this. Daniel, you know, Scott brings up a great point. Was it Scott that brought the point? Let me just make sure I got it right. No, it was it was Lonely Boy two two one one three three, and Battlenet and and everything that King brings to the table. Uh, this is going to be a big deal for Microsoft. The question that I have for you is, how big of a deal? Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about like the mobile space, right? I, I think at this point we should just we should just be. <laughs> getting Phil Spencer a shirt with that, that Hannibal Burris quote. It's like, why are you booing? I'm right. <laughs> every time he says something, every time he says something, people are like, Oh, I don't know if we should put games on PC. I don't know if we should put games on mobile. 
uh, I don't know if we should uh, support cross. I was right. I love it. That's good for stuff. a couple of years. It's like what's happening every single time. It turns out that that's the right choice. And then not only that, but everyone else starts doing it too, because it yeah. makes sense. Like that's where the money is. That's where the people are. Right. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, like we're as soon as King gets brought into the fold, that's going to be one of the biggest money-making things in the Microsoft ecosystem, not just Xbox, Microsoft, right? Like that's huge. There's hundreds of thousands of people who play that game every single day and put money yeah. into it. Like I, I like I'm surprised that it's honestly like a conversation where people are like like okay, so PlayStation just bought uh what was it Savage? The Savage the Savage Games, they just announced yesterday, which is, uh, by the way, you know, if you read the press release, very auspicious. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. they claim they were out. They've been a, they've been a studio for years. Uh, and I and I and I heard whole law break it down. They were formed November 3rd of 2020. So it hasn't even been two years. So he looked up what <laughs> they have made. Guess what, folks? They've made nothing. They yeah. literally made nothing. Shocking. It's it's a very strange situation. But it, it, that studio in particular, it's weird that they bought that one. I, um, but PlayStation moving into mobile, that's not strange to me at all, right? Like, no, absolutely not. Like mobile is very clearly the play going forward. I mean, we're talking about the next generation of, of gamers, right? We're talking about people who play Fortnite on their phone, right? Like being able to get to players where they are that's how you that's how you make the money that's how you you get in right that's why things like that handheld the logitech handheld are going to are do gangbusters i was making a joke about it uh in the green room green room before we started right is like that's going to be there's going to be so many of those confiscated in high schools right because that's <laughs> like that's what's that's what's going to happen is it's it's sort of like the nintendo effect right is you you appeal to children and then those children grow up and expand into your bigger catalog yep. of games and then they show yep. their kids those games and it just snowballs into nostalgia Absolutely. and and a loyal fan base for generations and generations right yep so appealing to the like people were upset that like peppa pig was put into game pass right and it's like that works. Know, that's for the kids like they, yep. they're in there <laughs> like then they're playing hey, it hey, hey. so i i love that game <laughs> I, I got one thousand out of a thousand achievements. I don't care. I, I'm not. I, listen, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, so everybody yeah. got silent. I don't know. I wasn't sure if everybody was in agreement. <laughs> they like, don't know how to I'm feel about Peppa Pig. Yeah, it's like saying. you said it out loud, yeah. and then like the, the the regret inside your yeah. soul. Kicked in. <laughs> I love like, that's good stuff. Hello. I don't know. Yeah. It is. It is <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. I mean, catching side eyes from Louis. There's nothing wrong with getting if if there's a game of score to be had, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yep. Listen, I'm not ashamed of nothing. Uh, but uh, no, honestly, Daniel, I, th I think you're right. I think you. I think everyone has really knocked this out of the park. But Umber, let's let's get your final opinion on this. And I want to move to the big topic of the day, and that is how Microsoft uh, is moving Game Pass into uh into a lane that Sony can't follow. Uh, there is no doubt about it that Sony service. That is $3 more. Listen, I've said this before. If you're finding Sony for the first time, let's say you're an Xbox gamer, you're a PC gamer, and you buy your PlayStation 5, you finally get one. Now, unfortunately, you had to pay 50 bucks more, but, you know, that's here nor there. 
Uh, if you are getting into their service, there's no denying that their games in that service, if you've never played, are mind-blowing f- fantastic. God of War, Last of Us. You just, just go down the list. They're all bangers, as the kids like to call them, right? So if you're just finding it for the first time, then it's a winner-winner chicken dinner for you because you're going to be eating good forever, uh, at least till you get through the game. See, for me, they it doesn't really hit am i a premium member yes i am a premium member but it doesn't hit for me personally because i own all those games already i've per i'm a day one buyer for almost 90 percent of sony's first party games um so for me it doesn't hit as hard but when you look at what's coming to game pass and we're going to break that down as soon as umber finishes talking about this it's crazy because every one of these games scream playstation 5 console exclusive honestly they really really do and we're only just it's just the tip of the sword so to speak but umbra how important is mobile going to be to microsoft when you see they don't have a a thumbprint right now but they're going to instantly get one with this purchase and we went you know how long before we see a, a proper gears for mobile how before how long before we see uh you know halo for mobile right you know what i'm saying like we mm-hmm. know we can play uh halo right now with game pass right. but w- maybe they go and they they drop an actual mobile version oh, have something like Warzone, for instance like the Call maybe this certain affinity game that yeah. they're working on is they're, they're, they're dual working dual working on it yeah, it could be something like that. I think it's going to be really big for them. I mean, like you pointed out, how much Candy Crush brings in for, you know, for King. So it's definitely something that I'm sure Microsoft and Saul was like, yeah, we're going to have to get in on that. Yep. I can see them really expanding on it. I hope they do. Um, my only my only worry would be that it, since it's mobile, would it lack a certain quality that we've come become accustomed to on console? You know, that's the only thing I would worry about as a hardcore type of gamer. But um, yeah, I think they're going to really expand in that direction. And I can see them actually uh, using the franchises they have. They can even use the Crash Bandicoots now that they're going to have. They can use Spyro. They can can really expand in that direction if they wanted to. And you know what, boom? Maybe they might even have that kart racer might be mobile Mm. that you've been talking about. Maybe maybe that might be the, the mobile part kicks in for you. I can see them doing that. You know what? I, I would buy into it heavily if they implemented achievements. Since I'm an achievement uh, yeah, chaser. Yeah, me too. I didn't want to use the, the W. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but since, yeah, I, you know, I fiend for the achievements, man. If they actually implement that into this uh, for the mobile side of things and and actually include that, I'll be all over it. I can tell you that now. I, and I play xCloud on the go. I play it with my Razer Kishi. That's part of why in the last subject I was kind of like, eh. Like I can see it being some use to me if I didn't have the Kishi already and if yep. it's priced well enough, I can do that. But yeah, if they actually do this with that, I can see myself really investing into it and we see how lucrative it can be. And as people pointed out, and I think uh, even Rain pointed out, as far as what they're trying to reach, they're going to have to probably uh, extend out into the mobile side of things to reach what Phil wants to reach as far as uh, Game Pass goes. And bringing everybody into the ecosystem so I, I can see it being pretty big I, I just don't know how they're going to go about it just yet uh but I, I know candy crush can't be the only thing that they want to do there so i i can absolutely see them maybe uh, experimenting and doing something with a battle royale or something like that for halo or 
or with gears, maybe even I wonder if they could possibly extend it to. I mean, well, they did a few things with gears already, if you remember gears pop. Yeah, things of that yeah. nature. So I, I don't want them to go that soft with it. But I want something more hardcore from them if they go with it. But yeah, I'm I'm like I'm excited for it. I just don't know. I think it's just a lot of unknowns when it comes to it right now. That's the only thing. I got well, it's it's certainly going to be game. interesting to see when Microsoft has uh, a steady flow of income coming in from mobile, PC, and console. I mean, you know, you you, you talk about. You know them uh, circling the wagons. Uh, you know, with getting studios that they've currently announced. I, I, I kind of wonder with all of this influx of cash, is anyone off the table? You know, I, I mean, folks. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, turn the conversation into who's next for Microsoft. We've talked about that multiple times. But the reality mm-hmm. is, is that they are going to have so much income coming in from these three revenue sources, and one of the biggest ones that is currently. Uh, not not owned by them, but will be owned by them when the Activision Blizzard King deal is done, is Candy Crush. That literally prints freaking money. And when you consider that they're going to have a foothold or an, or at least a, a, a you know fingerprints or a thumbprint in all of these three areas, mobile, console, PC, it's 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 pretty unbelievable. Like I said, I I I don't I don't think this would ever happen per se. But someone like a Take Two, as expensive as they are, wouldn't be out of the realms for Microsoft if they ever wanted to sell. I mean, it's 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 crazy. They're literally going to have so much money that they're not going to know what to do with. And what what does that do for us, us Xbox gamers? After we you know, saw them, like you said, after we saw them acquire ABK or trying to in an attempt to do it right now. Uh, it's like you said, it's like everything is still on the table for Microsoft at this point. I'm, I yeah. won't even be surprised outside of yeah. being stunned and happy, of course, because I told you I'm greedy and I want them to grab everybody as far as I'm concerned, uh, because it'll be coming straight to Game Pass day and date for me. But, yeah, I'm not even going to be surprised anymore. And I don't I don't doubt them anymore when it comes to acquiring somebody. So who knows? Take two could be on the table for all we know. I, I got two. I, I got to mention, though, I wish. Yeah, they please. Could get, right? Go ahead. I, I, I wish they could get Nether room. And DC Comics. I just hope to get those guys. Come yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, WB Games. NetherRealm, NetherRealm yeah, is, Netherrealm. for me, I, I would, I, I'd love a world where Microsoft did pick up DC Comics. Uh, because what yeah. they would do is they would get their film division. Uh, and Ooh. their film division could exclusively make, uh, you know, th- that would be the house that builds Gears of War halo whoever else after their contracts are done with paramount and because they have they have a a few contracts with films in a bunch of locations i'd love it to be under just one roof for uh for 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 xbox to be completely honest but again i'll put it to this way it's they are far from being done on their shopping spree Oh, and that's yeah. because they have so much money and the influx of cash that they're currently sitting on you got to remember folks with the way inflation has gone up in this country, I mean, everywhere. I mean, like in the UK, it went up 18%. I mean, that, that's that is the highest it's been in in a decade, right? Long, maybe maybe longer. Um, they're losing money on the money they ha- they're sitting on. They're literally losing money. So they have to invest that money in things. And gaming is where the money is and continues to, to be. So it wouldn't surprise me if after this deal is done, we do hear about another monster acquisition. But again, only time is going to tell. 
I do want to move this, folks, to the big topic of the of the day. Um, and obviously, uh, we know we know that Game Pass f- friends and family, even though it has not been officially announced, uh, is coming. Right? That that so that that leaked from that Italian uh, Twitter account, uh, and he has leaked things before. We know that uh, that that that's that's around the corner. Right. That, that and that is going to change the industry in a way that we have never seen before. Like it, it is going to uh, move people uh, to the Xbox platform. And look, I, I'm not taking a shot at Sony here. Sony's in trouble and, and they know it. They absolutely know it because as great, as fantastic as their single player games are. I'm not, and again, this is not a shot at Sony. Most of us play through them once. If you are a platinum freak, or you're someone that gets platinums, like many people in the chat, uh, BitCloud Gaming, master of platinums, right? He'll go back in there. Joe, Mister Bad Bit, master of platinums. He'll go back in there and sew it up so he can get the platinum. That's not most of us. Like me, I, I like going back and getting the trophies. I'm not going to front. I, I like achievements. I like trophies. And I do I platinum a lot? No, I think I have like five platinum, something like that. Spider Man, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm, I'm two uh, trophies away from platinuming Miles Morales. I have a few, um, but the reality is, is that their games take a long time to make, right? And what we're going to see is Microsoft is going to be in a position where they have. 30-plus studios. I think it's going to be close to 34 when it's all said and done because Blizzard has a lot, but they consider it just Blizzard, right, when there's a lot of studios in there. So it might even be closer to 40. Um, When you look at first party, what you know already is mind-blowing. But see, that's not the conversation that we're about to have. You see, what Microsoft has done is they pulled a Sony. Sony for years continues even to this day money had in games whether it be exclusives whether it be stupid exclusive missions like hogwarts which i mean i thought we were done with that you know with like the destiny you know you don't get this gun for 18 months and when you get it no one cares right that well you, you that that's what they continue to do and i think that's what they will continue to do because that's all they can do right they can't match uh microsoft's money we know that for an absolute fact we know this is why they said what they said to brazil to try and block this deal, which, you know, they 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 just they said what they said, and on top of that, now they're raising the prices, being the market leader. So I think they shot themselves in the foot when it comes to that. But I, I want to talk about Xbox Game Pass and the games that are coming, folks. Like I said, look at the thumbnail: Atomic Heart, High on Life, A Plague's Tale Requiem, Lies of P, Stalker Two, Wu Long, Evil West. Benedict Fox, uh, um, Persona 3, 4, and 5, um, Gungrave was just announced. I mean, Lou, you dropped something into the chat that I'm going to bring up. Uh, let me see. Where is it? You sent a photo. Well, let me just find that yeah. real quick here. Where are you? I don't have it for some reason. That's weird. Hmm. I'll find it in a second. Look, look the bottom line is if you look at this list of games... It's very Sony-esque. And I don't know exactly 
uh, because I've been very critical of, of Microsoft specifically this year when it came to their first party. Like, I'm like, how do you not know you're not going to have these first party games and you just abandon 2022? Like, I, I, I felt a type of way about it. I'm, I'm not even sitting here lying to you. And I gave them the business rightfully deserved. I, anyone at Microsoft tell you that they feel like they let their fans down. But when you look at what's coming to Game Pass, a lot of these are third-party games. They will be on. They won't be on PlayStation. But every one of these games that people are talking about that are going to be on 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 a on a on PC and on a PlayStation, no one's talking about it because it's on Xbox Game Pass, and that is the big factor. Let's bring in Steel Rain. Steel Rain, look, yes. Uh, you know, the, the money's hard for a lot of people. People, mm-hmm. if Hong said it specifically on your show, $60 to him, he can't just drop in the bucket because he's got responsibilities. This is where mm-hmm. Game Pass comes into play. But more so, dude, these games are all bangers, bro. Like, they are all, I mean, they could be bombs. Let's face reality. They could be terrible. But it's unlikely that they will be. And they're Game Pass day and date. How big of a deal is this? Um, I, I actually, boom, if you don't mind, I actually wanted to pass it off to Boxenberger real quick because I don't think he got a chance to speak on the last topic. Oh, did I um, oh my god, I, what a terrible host! But the other, no, no, but no problems. No, no, the other no, thing no, with that, too, um, is that since Boxenberger is in a different market, Game Pass can affect his side of things a little bit more. So I just want to get his opinion on that, too, man. Um, I mean, Boxenberger, how do you feel about that, man? Well, um, <clears throat> it's an interesting thing, and uh, I, I, I'm always torn with these topics because I sometimes come across like the bummer. But the thing no, is, no, 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 you, you these... know, you, 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 you come <laughs> at it from different angles that we appreciate. Before you get into the Game Pass thing, let's yeah. get your let's get your opinion because I, I can't believe I missed you. I, unbelievable! What a terrible host. Mm. Don't um, don't worry. Boo. Let's don't get worry. your opinion on the mobile aspect yeah. because obviously you're not a mobile gamer. You but you, mm. you but you but you're a gamer, so maybe something that might appeal to you, you could play on mobile. How big of a deal is this going to be for Microsoft moving forward that they are now going to be in all three avenues of gaming when it comes to bringing money into the company? I I think this is going to be crazy. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, The thing is, um, and I've said this, I think, on this show as well, this whole ABK deal is about growing their gaming um, uh, uh, division and they are not going to grow that if they solely focus on console and not even with PC the biggest market for them to to conquer is the mobile market and like think about this you have Candy Crush on your phone yeah? my wife she plays a lot <laughs> let's say, put it this way um, but suddenly uh, she doesn't have to spend like all these microtransactions there's this weird subscription service called game pass on your phone <laughs> you get in in candy crush and other mobile games your yep. perks and suddenly you turn on your samsung tv and there it pops right up hey you can play here right on this tv without having any other peripherals a uh, 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 other games yeah um, that are in game pass via x cloud this is like the killer app they mm-hmm. can this is the way how you grow your 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 gaming uh, division, and mm-hmm. um, 
I've said it so many times, the console market is kind of saturated. Mm -hmm. In between Sony, Microsoft, and, and Nintendo, you have, depending on... Um, on 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 the generation, you have like 250 million customers, and plus minus a few millions, of course. But mm -hmm. that's about it. And the console market itself grows very slowly. The mobile market does, doesn't. And they have said they want to reach three billion gamers. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And I think like uh, we will see when when we always speculate about who's Microsoft going to get next. I think. They are gonna look into them into the mobile uh, section, because from a PC and console aspect, they have more than enough studios. And yes, um, I agree. if they are serious about growing their business, growing gaming beyond the console and PC, um, they gotta branch out into into mobile. Whether that's for me or not, but I think that's um, that's what what they are gonna do next. Um, they they will um, look at that market and how they can brings gaming subscription services to mobile that's that's their end goal because on mobile you don't have those subscription services so mm -hmm. yeah it's a big deal yeah it, it is absolutely a big deal so so let, let's let's let you transition over to the second part of this topic uh and that's that's what's coming in mm -hmm. the game pass because you along with me <laughs> have been very critical Yes. And, and, and let's face reality. Look, 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 we're not we're not, you know, piling on the rabbit, so to speak. They have earned this righteous smoke, as Kayasante likes to call it. But they seem to have heard us. And maybe Gotham Knights was too much for them to spend when they can get maybe three games. Maybe they get the Evil West. Maybe they get Gungrave. Mm -hmm. Maybe they get uh, what, something else as opposed to what Gotham Knights in regards to the money spent. What are your thoughts on what's coming into Game Pass both this year, considering to be a light year for first party, and next year for Game Pass? It seems like the deck is stacked, and it almost seems like you can not own an Xbox and be an Xbox Game Pass with all of these big mm. games. In 23, absolutely. Absolutely. So you don't, you don't yeah. think for 22... This year, come on, be serious. What is coming to Game Pass this year that has like this, this, this uh, appeal to the masses? Maybe a Blake Tale, High, High on Life. life. I'm not sure. Is I'm another not one. Sure. Atomic Heart is going to be very controversial. Very controversial game. Uh, I don't, I don't see Atomic Heart moving uh, any any needles. A Blake Tale, yes. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree Maybe with you on Atomic life, Heart, and that's and and that's about it. Yeah, we. <laughs> I gotta disagree we, with you on Atomic Heart, brother. The way they showed is, that is game. Is it Benedict Fox releasing I, this year? I, no, next it's year. next year. It's all yes. next, next year. year. The, okay. These games you you mentioned uh, that that really have like Lies of Peep, that plot Bloodborne type of game. These mm -hmm. kind of games all coming next year, and next year is already stacked. So there's no doubt that there is significant value next year. This year, it's for a certain certain audience it's the hardcores we everyone who listens to this podcast i consider hardcore we know about high on life and it's going to be awesome in december and we we, we are going to enjoy a blake tale but it's not the same like those big triple a bangers and and they are not coming this year they are just they just don't is xbox still uh, or game pass still a great value absolutely i'm not saying that but in terms of this year, really not much has changed after Gamescom. Um, what was announced at Gamescom that comes in this year? It's Age of Four. 
two civilizations super excited for but that's it that's what is coming this year everything else is next year next year is gonna be awesome absolutely awesome but for this yes, year, I mean, again, Xbox not, they, abandoned this year. It's it, it's they, no, they, just, they have abandoned. It would take take nothing away from the fact that yeah. no, none of their first party games are coming. That, we do not make excuses here. We we we, we give the righteous smoke where it's deserved. Mm. Um, but the, I still think there's something to be said that uh, you know, Gungrave is coming. Uh, that that's coming this year. Uh, is that's it this our, year? I yeah, Gungrave is coming this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's that it's. it's I thought it was year. February next year. Um, the thing is, um, you get you know what I mean. There's really, if you th- write it down, we have like two, three games that are have like this this appeal, um, and that's about it for this year. It's it's really not much. It really kind of feels like Microsoft just moved on, and it, I don't. As much as I'm disappointed, I can't really blame them because I see it happen in across the entire gaming industry. Like everything is delayed and moved out of 2022. It's not just that Xbox is abandoning 22. It kind of feels like the entire industry is just, okay, come on, let's get it over with and, and move mm-hmm. into 23. Um, but for this year, there's, for at least from my point of view, there is really not much uh, that has me excited outside of like high on life and the Blake tail. Um, so I mean, yeah, Box, I'm telling you that atomic heart is going to be massive. Ooh. Yeah. But I will say, I don't know if, if boom wants to have this discussion. Outside of pol- political views, I'm saying yeah. the game, mm. the, most people are not going to be like, Oh, I'm not playing. Most people are going to see them like, this looks like Bioshock. And it looks yeah, magnificent. Sure it sure I, don't play this. I don't know. I, but I, I'll say this I too. Gun like Grave is slated from for the November US, 22nd of this year. Yeah, I, I feel like people from the US are further away from the entire situation. But here in Europe, I really have n- not heard anyone who, who wants to support this game. Um, simply because, yeah, we were a little bit more affected by this entire thing of uh, in, in, in the Ukraine. And yeah, I've said it in our DMs and I've said it on the World of Gaming um, on, on my show. Um, we, we really don't know the stance of the developers towards Putin or not. The fact of the matter is they are paying the taxes there. And with every dime you drop towards the developers, you're going to support Putin's war. And I can't do that. I, for me, but that's okay. I, I, I know you. that other people might see that differently. Um I hear me, you on it, box, but I would say I, I think it's also I a lot, gotta look at yeah. it deeper though. Because I see what you're saying on it, and I'm saying morally, mm-hmm. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Thing is, is that it's coming to Game Pass. So that automatically alleviates the part of I'm gonna give them yeah, money. If it's a success in Game Pass, they are still gonna get paid. Yeah, that's so why it, I'm it, saying it really most people are not gonna look at it that way. You see what I mean? They're gonna be like, yeah, well, I, I'm getting I know it what, well, I know what you mean. It's it's really funny because we've had yeah. this discussion on multiple shows actually, mm-hmm. and it really kind of feels to me like Everyone in Europe is like, yeah, I'm not playing that. But every right. time I talk to someone from the US, like, I don't care. I want to play that game. It looks <laughs> awesome. And yeah, and I, I get it. You. And I get it. I'm not I'm not judging here. Yeah, Everyone I hear you, has brother. to make their own decisions. Um, for me, yeah. you see, I, I would feel really like a hypocrite. I volunteer at the refugee center for from the Ukrainians. I yeah, just sure. the other week yeah. I, I had there was a mother. Her husband got killed. She had two children, uh, both smaller than three years yeah. old. Like, okay, and this is what I'm doing. And am mm-hmm. I this, this? Do I really have the urge to play that game this much? To to knowingly that while I enjoy this game and playing this game, with that money, 
people in the Ukraine are suffering, I I wouldn't be able to to do that. But everyone is different that way. Um, and really, I, I'm not judging anyone, but I, I'm just saying Atomic Heart will be a real controversial game when it comes out. Um, so oh. I don't I don't know. Um, coming back to the Game Pass topic. Um, yeah, boom. Game Pass is in 23 is an insane value. And it's like a no-brainer for everyone who enjoys gaming. It's still a good value this year. There are smaller games, hidden gems coming to Game Pass. But in terms of this big appeal um, to the masses, I don't see it this year. But again, I'm not really blaming just Microsoft because like everyone is moving their, their stuff to 23. Um, so yeah, um, it is just what it is. 22 is the year where the pandemic really um, shows its outcome and Xbox doesn't have much this year. In, in Game Pass, as well as in terms of first-party games, it's just what it is. It's still the best value you can get in gaming right now. Um, we've seen like what Sony is doing with um, with their value uh, on on their platform, and um, if you compare it to that, like you're still eating very good when you play on Xbox. So yeah, I mean, listen, you're entitled to your opinion, brother, and we love you for it. Uh, yeah, Steel Rain, let's bring you back in. Let's bring you back into the fold. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, I, I, there are a lot of people in the chat that are like, yeah, I'm going to play this game because I'm in the West, uh, and and maybe they care, <laughs> they don't care, yeah. about what's going on. I I care, but I also cannot condemn the developers of this game. If I if they came out tomorrow and said, no, no, we're with Putin, that's a different story. If they come out publicly, may, maybe they have to pay the taxes because they're afraid they're going to get killed. I I, I don't know. I I, you know, I I know that this is a video game podcast, so we're not going <laughs> right, to get right, right. into uh, into the schematics of, of, of politics, which is ugly. But I I think that what Microsoft continues to offer, even this year, uh, and, we, and of course next year is bonkers uh, with, 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 with you know with everything we're getting from first party and third party. What what? In my in, in my post, uh-huh. so can't compete. You know their their service is three dollars yeah, yeah. more. Mm-hmm. The only day and date that we got was Stray. Now Stray is a great game. If you if if you if you're in the service, you should download it and give it a shot. Absolutely. I'm quite enjoying it. Again, it's about cats, mm-hmm. so maybe it's not your thing. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I I'm quite enjoying it. But when you compare one service to the other, which we have to, we have to compare one service to the other because right. they're competing services. Even without the day and date stuff from first party, Microsoft mm-hmm. seems to put have put the boot to the neck, so to speak, mm-hmm. with all of these games. What are your thoughts, Steel Rain? Um, my thoughts on the entire process. It's like I, I, I've said it a few double top few times, uh, whether it's on my own show with Living Split Screen or even here, I believe, um, where I don't think 2022 is as much of a wash as some believe, right? Um, but again, I also don't look at first party to be the end all to be all, or I'm going to um, put the boot on Microsoft's neck for not having that. The reason of being is because I've blatantly um, been told that that's not their objective, and it hasn't been their objective since 2017. They've taken a different path and given us games at a in a different way, and that's through Game Pass. Right. And any game, give you an example like Lies of P, um, finding out that that was actually officially coming in the Game Pass, that's a deal within itself. 
yes. whether you believe that it is or, oh, it's not first party, so that doesn't count. It does count because they it still spent money counts. on it. Um, and I can't fault Microsoft and say, oh, but you don't have any first party games, so uh, this year is a wash because of that. No, you still gave me value in a year where you couldn't provide anything else. Which yeah. is crazy to me. Amongst yeah. your competitor who does have first-party games to release, a Gran Turismo, a Horizon, games that have to be bundled with a console to sell more copies because it is not going to sell 20 to 30 million copies within the next four to five years. It's not yeah. point-blank, period. Yep. So if you need games to do that, go that route to see the value, then maybe we're just having a different conversation and that's okay. Maybe we're a different type of gamer and that's okay. But just to drop it back to the lives of P coming in the game pass, that was a game I was going to spend dollars on day one. And I saw the yes. question that people have made. Uh, some, I saw someone made the comment almost about a week ago when I brought this point up. Oh, if you were planning to buy the game, why don't you still buy the game? Because I'm paying for game pass. That's why the game is, in my mind, free. I know people don't, oh, well, Game Pass isn't free. No, technically it's not, but you're paying for subscription service. They get the so mad at that. Don't they, Rain? Have you ever seen them? They, they get mad every, every at time, that. Every time. Yep. You don't watch a show. You don't watch Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon on HBO and be like, oh, well, um, what else is there? Yeah, you might over time, <laughs> but that's not, you, you are subscribed for that reason. Mm-hmm. If they give you more, then that's just va- inherent value to you as the consumer. So I, I do think I have a little bit of a different perspective on that. But this 2022, if it's done anything, we could say, oh, COVID has done all these great things or all these not great, terrible things with delays in the world and everybody looking at things differently. What I think is blatantly done is shown people that there's a different way to do business, especially within the gaming space. And there's other examples that bla- that show you these things. Game, I, I always will make this statement and I will stand on this hill. Gaming is different from a Netflix, from Hulu or HBO or anything else like that because gaming takes your time away. It's an investment. You put 10 hours into a game, you might still have another 50 hours of that game to play. After mm. you watch a movie, that movie's done. I can you can move on to that's two hours gone. Okay, what's what else is next? Well, you might not have any other movies to watch, so you can unsubscribe from gaming. It's different. If you can get more people to invest in that, which is why I do think that. It is a major disadvantage that Sony didn't see this play or didn't move this direction because we can be real, like you have said, Boom, like other people who have some kind of sense. Sony makes good games, apparently, right? It would only make sense for them to give them their consumer base more access. But yep. again, it's archaic thinking. Things are changing. Game Pass is obviously the vehicle. I'm not saying Xbox is perfect. Xbox is looking to get our dollar the same way anybody else is. They're a company. They're a corporation. The same way that they're what they did with Windows to where if you go ask three people down the street, they probably have a Windows machine. Yep. So If, so, if they want to do the exact same thing with, with, so, with Xbox and Game Pass. So, Steve, I got a question for you. And, and with what you're saying, though, do you think along the way when finally microsoft releases his first party games do you think mm-hmm. sony might change his perspective and let their games come out day one i think it's too late because if you look at yeah. if you look at 2023 there's so many first party games quote yeah. unquote coming 
-hmm. Like literally look at it along with deals that we don't know about yet. Yes. We're moving yep. further into the fall of 2022. Oh, and Gungrave is all of a sudden coming to Game Pass also. Well, I didn't find out about that till today. But today. But, but here's yeah. the thing with the, And with it does the, come out this year by the way. It does come out this year. Yeah. And and, 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 and okay. it's the fun and that's the funny hey, thing though. My bad. Because because they stay they, they they stay quiet to till like the day comes by. Like for example, we still don't know if Got the Nice will come to Game Pass. We have like a feeling that it will. We have that like, like that, that that feeling inside us that that eleventh hour release. Like hey, yeah. I think that's a negative though yeah. on Xbox's part because that's why I still feel like they're so terrible at marketing. Yeah, like marketing like you, you you're so yes. wish washy with it. Yeah. Like who do you need to? I, I need some people. Whoever considers themselves gods at marketing, please, Microsoft, pay these people some money so more of your games can get that attention. How about they hire the Mr. Boomstick XL, hey, bro? I've been giving a million dollar ideas for weeks. Doesn't uh, doesn't Cold East work, work in marketing? They should hire him. Hey, I, like, look, what, whatever needs to happen, bro, there are so <laughs> many games that are coming out that it's to the point to where if there's not enough information about these games, that's why they're going to get looked over, not because any other reasons. So that's just, I agree that's with just that. And the thing about the marketing part of it, we've all been saying that Microsoft has been lacking when it comes to that. Sony 100%. far excels when it comes to that 100%. part of it. Yeah. And I think that I think the reason for that is because they know like it's Game Pass, so it's going to kind of sell itself. But I think they need to get out of that yeah, thinking. They, they gotta, need to do better. Listen, if, if I'm going to give them any smoke, their, their marketing is, is is a head scratcher. Like it's it's that's the only smoke. I, it's yeah, a head scratcher with, with their Personal. marketing. I, I I don't understand. I mean, they're they're near three trillion dollar company you shouldn't have a problem with marketing sorry yeah. you know what you, you you fire everybody in staff and or, or you 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 promote people that are doing the job and you sorry to use let people that aren't go i, I mean there's, there's there's no reason to have bad marketing in, in xbox it's just uh, not one more thing before i relinquish the mic it didn't phil spencer mentioned that he wanted variety in game pass oh uh, yeah, yeah hello that um, variety I mean, is key yes look at your thumbnail boom I, there's a lot of variety in this thumbnail. Uh, yeah. I mean, whether mm -hmm. it's divisive or not, I uh, understand where you're coming from, Bossberg. I completely understand that. Um, and again, everybody has to make their personal choices, but you can't say that it's not variety, right? So, yeah, I would say, oh, but what oh, that's thought the about beauty it. about Game Pass. There's so much yeah. variety in yes. there, and there's Dear always Lord. something to discover. And yeah. and yeah. The variety no. there, the marketing just isn't there to, to, to showcase it. But I was yeah. going to say, boom, somebody somebody I just thought about, boom, and this person always makes sure to throw out, oh, I'm a mark I have a marketing degree to me every time we get into a long three-hour debate oh. on party chat oh. on Xbox. Zimmy. Zimmy <laughs> Games. Uh, yeah, yep. true. We could be talking about world hunger. Well, well, you know, I have a marketing degree. I'm like, brother, if you tell me about that marketing degree one more time. <laughs> so, yeah, get Zimmy. Get Zimmy to market it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Well, listen. You know what? Let, let me catch up with some of these super chats. Been quite a few of them, and then we're gonna bring in uh, Crazy Lou onto the conversation. Uh, let me just get over to the private chats. Um, hold on, just a second. We have. Okay, you know what? Let me just pull it up over here. I'm sorry. We have a, we have a ton of them. Let me just. Um... And T. Bobo makes a good point. Why pay for marketers when YouTubers will do it for free views? Um, the only problem with that, T. Bobo, though, um, I'm not. Don't want to speak. Point out anyone specifically, but I feel like that's an excellent point. Um, they're not paying us either to continue sure. to speak that word, and whether you like it or not, there are people who get paid to make sure that people know about certain 
products. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, and even <laughs> like our our combined audiences wouldn't be enough to be what they're right. marketing it's, for. Exactly. Like we're talking it's, about the kind of marketing exactly. where it's like they need to be having TV spots or like the thing oh, where the they're next. getting like the on buses, you know, at basketball yeah. games, at football yeah. games, on we're billboards. Yeah, audiences. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How is the marketing? May I, if I may ask here, because we have that discussion here in Europe a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because literally there's zero marketing from Xbox here. It's no TV ads, of course, no billboards, no, here. not even, not even online commercials. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's for, at least I'm in Florida. So I'll speak from my perspective. For me, mm-hmm. I don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't watch TV either. So I still, I don't see, I'm in, and I'm part of the hardcore audience and I don't see it. If yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm searching through Google, if I'm on a, if I'm on Newegg, if I'm on Amazon, mm. none of this stuff is the, where these places where the consumers are. That, and that's where I think about it from a marketing standpoint, because it's not in my reality either yes. when I step outside my yeah. door. So yeah, so I'm in Chicago I, and I think I've seen all of one uh, ad, one ad yeah. from them ever. Yeah, I got, well, I'm, in, I got, I'm in New York, and you can imagine there's just I'm just not seeing it. They're just not spending the marketing but, dollars. Right? But here's a question though for you guys: like, for example, when I watch TV, but from the United States, for example, on TBS, I did see marketing, but from Samsung with their with their right. cell phone stuff like that. This is some marketing, that's but TV. The thing, <laughs> that's the thing though. Here, not like like I don't know if you guys watch still watch TV because we we all watch probably on the server stuff. I mean, watch mm-hmm. Paramount Plus, we watch right. um, Netflix and stuff like that. So since they don't have ads in there, that's partly you know the market doesn't get in there. It, but you're right, that's, that's my yeah. thing, right? Yeah, they, 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 but yeah, like like they were saying that on sports, they need to be on sports. They need to be on stuff that people actually watch because I mean, yeah. you grab your TV, you probably sit down and watch a baseball game. They need to have a marketing ad right there on baseball. And yeah. basketball games and wrestling and all that stuff, they got to push that right over there. I totally agree with you right there. They got to push right there. And, and, like what, what Boxenberger was saying over there in Europe, imagine here in Dominican Republic, nobody talks video games. They started talking about it the other day on the newspaper. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> they started mentioning it on the newspaper, but they bring out a game that came out a month, a month yeah. Um, yeah. like earlier. Like, like I was like, man, aren't these guys, aren't these guys late with this? I mean, what are you guys talking about dying light here in in, in mm, April wow. when it came out in February? I mean, that's a little bit. You know, late. that's that's okay. interesting, Louis. And I heard yeah. you on your Xbox International podcast. I know I've heard yeah. you speak on it many times, where the marketing yeah, yeah. is just non-existent, and you all have word of mouth heavy over there. Word of, yep. If you look at the the, the chat, everybody's announcing where they're from: Charlotte, from yeah. from California. Mm-hmm. You know, still rainy. Said it from Florida. Myself, Chicago. Boom, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, box over there in, in Europe. A lot of these, a lot of these places we named, we're not even seeing in marketing, and we're in some of the biggest areas. Yep. So it's, it's really odd, right there. You know, it, you know, it, what it, you know right it makes, makes you wonder exactly what they're doing over there now. Whether this is their, their, you know, hiring you know, new people, they're making a new marketing team. They, they definitely need to be better. But listen, let, let me catch up with Super Chats and then we'll get everyone's, everyone's opinion. Gamer by Choice drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, I don't want Microsoft owning publishers that are make edgy games because I don't see Microsoft allowing a GTA style game. I want edgy games, but I love Xbox. I mean, look, all you got to do is, uh, I, I, listen, I hear you, but I, all, I have to do, all you have to do is look at High on Life. That game does not seem like it's an Xbox game. And what they're saying in that game is bonkers. Uh, you know, go figure. Listen, Game Pass needs diversity, even if it's if, even if it's edgy. Uh, again, if it's not for you, I hear you, but you know, we can't deny um, um, 
a developer wanting to take a risk. And with the people at High in Life, they took a monster risk. And I, again, shocked that it's on Xbox. Uh, Corbini Gaming drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, I'm a little late to the show. I just wanted to say I play xCloud on my laptop with my son at home every night. I'm a truck driver using a hotspot. Cloud gaming is definitely improving. Well, thank you for the work that you do. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for that, brother, and thank you for the uh, the, the very generous ten dollars super chat. Uh, JD Gamer drops a very generous ten, uh, five dollars super chat and says, "Look for uh, Microsoft to acquire not just Japanese studios but Korea as well, yeah. Korean as well." Yeah, that's oh, definitely coming. Mm-hmm. Um, also, look for them to have partnerships with potential ownership of Chinese studios. Yeah, the Chinese ones. That's that's where we, we start getting into a political conversation. I'm not yeah. sure have. I, yeah. I, I don't know so much about that, but Korea, mm. Korea is really, I mean, they're very talented uh, folks over there. I'd love to see Microsoft uh, invest in that region of the world as well. DJ Birdo DOS drops a very generous $5 Zoom chat and says, boom, that thumbnail for tomorrow's primetime gaming got me laughing. Sony's gr- uh, got every aspect covered when it comes to losing this gen. My man, Jimbo. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it's a bit salty, uh, and it has. Uh, it, it, it will bring a smile to your face. It may make you angry if you are a diehard Sony person, but you can't <laughs> deny that Jim Ryan is kind of stepping in it right now. And it says basically, Jim Ryan, how to lose a generation, and it has a bunch of check marks. Go check it out. <laughs> it's my finest creation yet, and it's all true. Um, but. Again, you may you may disagree, and I, I and that's fine if you disagree. I think that it's very true. Uh, they are doing everything they can to lose this generation, and they're doing it uh, to the uh, chagrin of anyone that is a diehard fan. You cannot sit here and say what they're doing you're okay with, because if you do, then you're just a shill. I'll tell you that right now. JD Gamer drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "I see Mistwalker." as a major Microsoft target because it gives them sequels to Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey, plus they have experience in the mobile game market. Yeah, I'd love Mist Walker to be first party. That would be freaking awesome. And I'd love for them to do uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, to Lost Odyssey. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that series deserves it. If you never played it, you should. Uh, Hagrid Chani, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. Uh, and, of course, he shows his generosity once again with an outstanding $10 Super Chat and says, that is a we- very weird thought process. Should we not buy any games from, from U.K. or U.S. Uh, for stupid wars in Middle East? Do we have to go into the history of Germany? Devs are making games, not governments. I mean, th- again, it's a very touchy pr- a subject. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. If you want to support them, then, you know, listen, you know, it, you support them. If you don't, you support by not downloading, not purchasing. Again, it's it's a very touchy subject, but thank you for the generosity. Uh, Dead Planet drops a $2 super chat and says, anyone else feel God of War, Ragnarok hype isn't that high? Yeah, a lot of people aren't talking about it because we haven't seen the trailer. Um, you know, They've been very coy of showing us anything. Now, why is that? Um, you know, We know it's coming. We know that it's coming November 8th, right? That that's the date they have given for it. Um, it's going to be here unless they uh, delay it, maybe. And maybe, maybe they're crunching and they can't figure it out. I, I don't know. What, I Look, I'll say this. Once we see God of War running, like they do an official blowout, we're all going to be impressed. I mean, come on. That, that studio was absolutely ridiculously talented. And I expect nothing else than a, yeah. a very successful God of War Ragnarok. 
and that should I, be I, happening either next month or October. It's going to be close. Yeah, it's, it's like close it should be pretty soon. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Um, let's see who else. We have a couple super chats more, and of course, we will then continue with the conversation. Um, uh, Maxi Coleman drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "I'm from Argentina. Well, welcome to the program. Imagine if we can't play every time the U.S. makes some more." On oil, we couldn't play anything. And that's, that's again, the U.S. is far from innocent when it comes to doing stuff that is stupid. Um, and uh, Hargeet Chani drops an additional $10 super chat. Well, thank you for the generosity. Uh, he says the PlayStation 5 Horizon bundle has been available on the PlayStation website for like a day now. Checked last evening and just checked perhaps they solved their supply issues or people aren't buying. That's a that's a great question. I mean, it's it's something to be said. I mean, you know, it's it's a bundle. You have to spend on uh, nearly six hundred bucks because you can't get a PlayStation Five by itself. If you're buying the disc version, it's going to cost you cost you closer to six. Uh, and if you're buying the the disc list version, you're probably clo- paying closer to five and a quarter. So it's I don't know what's going on with that, but. Uh, Listen, Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion. Where do you personally fall on what Microsoft is delivering on Game Pass in 22 and 2023, considering that we have big titles coming this year? Like I said, Atomic Heart, High on Life, Plague's Tale, uh, Gungrave. There there are quite a few others. Now, granted, Stalker 2 is next year. Benedict Vox is next year. uh, um, Wu Long is next year. Evil West is next year. But God damn, that is a lineup of lineups, dude. Yep, that is a lot of games. I mean, you remember I, I sent a, a photo earlier about how many games are going to be on there. I told you it could be a little bit accurate or misaccurate, you know. There was a lot of games repeated in there. So I was like, hmm, let me do let me do my numbers. Let's say if they were actually 65 games that are going to be upcoming, right? Let's say they're actually, right? And you times it by 60. We're talking about $3,900 you're going to be saving up for just by Game Pass. Yep. It saved me a lot. Yeah, and I'm a retired dude. Yeah, so $3,900 is a lot of money. I mean, seriously, when, when you sit down and do the math, you're like, damn, that's a lot of money you're saving. Now, if you times it by 30, that's $1,900 you're going to be saving if it's if it's $30 game. So I'm just giving up an example on how much money you will save if they actually cost 60 with all that stuff that, that Game Pass is going to be rolling out. And not only that, I mean, seriously, you got third parties, you got first parties, you got indies, you got a whole bunch of stuff going out there that's going to be insane and again i mean like i asked before are we gonna see the competition actually change their minds and say hey we got to drop in our first first um party games day one because i mean these guys are gonna are, are gonna kick our butts i mean we're just seeing the lineup of 2023 but what's gonna happen in 2024 2025 i mean we don't know when help it's gonna come out fable is a title that we know it's in development. So when that gets a, when that gets announced and when it's going to come, it's going to be huge. Avowed is another game that has not been announced either for a date. And you got whoa, I mean, so much stuff. I, I think I need to mention one more. Oh, Elder Scrolls. Oh man, when that comes out, that's going to be a huge bomb. So like I said, it's going to be for the next three years. Game Pass is going to be kicking butt and taking names. Yeah, so, well, there's, there's something to be said about Sony yeah. eventually having to bend the knee. Like, honestly, yep, I, I don't know how long you can continue to offer. And again, I'm not saying this to be facetious, folks. Yep. This comes from Jim Ryan himself. Our players don't play old games. 
right? Oh, but Lord. all of their their whole service is based on old games. Yep. So I mean, again, this is the same guy that said, "Well, we believe in generations." Now they don't. No, they don't. Oh, a PlayStation Five only. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're we're going to uh, support PlayStation Four for the next three years. They they need to figure it out, and I don't think that they know if they can. I'm going to be honest with you. They they're they're in a pickle. Let's just say that uh, they are in a pickle. Um, but Daniel McGee, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Yeah. Look, I understand. Like many people on this panel, we're disappointed, and I we just don't understand how Microsoft didn't read the room. Like, how did you not know these games are being delayed? Like, I'm just saying. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. But I am willing to understand that I don't want a game that's going to re- that's going to release broken. So if you got a delay, then just delay it. But I gotta say, with the games coming to Game Pass this year, maybe they're not as big as Starfield, Redfall, Motorsport, but they still ha- they still pack a punch. What are yeah. your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. So it, again, yeah, I don't want to like downplay how rough the last. 12 months or so for xbox has been like mm-hmm. it, it it has not been good and i you know i want to make sure that people don't think that i'm trying to like cover that fact um because yeah like it's been it's been backlog season over here for a minute like i've been going through a lot of games that i didn't think i'd ever have time for which yeah, has too. been fun i haven't yeah. been against that but like it's not a good thing for xbox you know what i mean so like i think we should for sure take note of that um as far as the things getting delayed like i get it that sucks you know yeah um although i do think weirdly you know there's a positive side to it you know i i wouldn't go as far as is it everborn saga who's saying that they <laughs> who is saying that they might have done it on purpose yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, he his <laughs> according to him no. crackpot theory is that they took the l on all three of these games so they could look better for the regulators to get this deal done again it's a tin it's a tin hat foil yeah uh, you know theory i'm gonna be honest with it's, you i mean look uh, <laughs> i wouldn't go that far i love i love everborn he's a great writer oh, buy, awesome. buy a shirt yeah. uh buy, buy a charger more shirt it's fantastic one of the funniest <laughs> things i've seen in years uh but uh but yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But the positive side of it is whether intentional or not, I think that having this really bad year is going to end up in a situation where like we don't have to continue hearing about like, oh, well, these things got delayed because of COVID because it's like, well, you took a year off. So you have the ability to sort of space out the games that are coming out from your first party for the foreseeable future to where you shouldn't ever have a situation where this happens again, right? If you're, if you're paying attention to what you're, what you've got and you're giving people the time that they need. And especially once you've got what, 26 studios like this, this will never happen again. Like they, they put all their cards in one basket and you know, that means that this other basket of 2022 has been completely empty and that really sucks, but you know, it is what it is. Um, looking forward though, the next 12 months of game pass and just Xbox in general, assuming two thirds of it hits when it's supposed to is going to be absolutely ludicrous. Right. Like yeah. I, I was making a list uh, whenever we were starting the topic. Right. So here's just some things coming into game pass, not even first party. Right. Okay. So you got fantastic new IP coming like evil West, uh, Iodin Chronicles, Flintlock, Atomic Heart, Wolong oh, and Liza P mm-hmm. coming from Japan, which is a brand new audience for them. So that's going to help. Uh, I think Liza P is actually Korean, but it's, the same like Asian marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got 
future indie darlings like Benedict Fox, Ravenlock, Little Witch in the Woods, Silk Song, which I forgot was going in there and I'm very excited about, uh, replaced Somerville from the people who did Inside. God, yes. Yeah. Right? Dude, some of these games I actually forgot, honestly. Right. You've got some really promising like sequels yeah. or continuations like uh, Gungrave Gore, Dark Tide, Plague Tale Innocent. Or Holy crap, Requiem. I forgot about Take, that one too. Take, Take, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Right? That's, that's the next category is things that are going to be huge for streamers, right? Party Ooh. Animals, uh, Hello Neighbor oh, 2, Party uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, High on yeah. Life. Right. And then you've got a bunch like, I mean, all the Persona games are going in. The, well, the majority of the Persona games are going in there. Yeah. Um, then you've got things I'm never going to touch, like Scorn, because that's gross. I don't need that. You. Yeah. That's the game. That's the game I'm going to touch. I don't care. Yeah. You can have my share, too. I'm not touching it. Uh, and you got, you know, I don't know why I wrote this one down, but I saw it on the list and I, I wanted to mention it. There's one going in there called uh, Pigeon Simulator. <laughs> I don't know what that's for. But, like, that's not even counting first party, right? That's not even counting Activision. Yeah. That's not even it's counting things we haven't heard insane. of. Because, like, like uh, Steele was saying earlier, right? Like, we didn't know that uh, whichever one it was, was uh, Gungrave was going in there until today. And it's in today. there in, like, what, a couple months? Like, yeah. we're going to continue to hear more and more things. Like, at this point, it's... If you are if you can't be happy with what Xbox and Game Pass is going to be over the next 12 months, assuming that... It doesn't entirely explode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I think maybe you got like a serotonin deficiency. Like you just cannot be happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be no. happy with all that stuff that's coming up. I mean, it's I mean, insane. the, 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 the list of games. I, I think the biggest problem here, and I got a shout out. Hold, on, I believe his name was. Uh, let me just find him there. Mark Mecklen uh, dropped something into the chat that was interesting. Yeah, here it is. Mark uh, uh, Malkin. He says Xbox's toughest problem in 2023 and uh, and, and so forth will be spacing yeah. their games. Yeah, oh, and absolutely. I, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, that list on third-party Game Pass, crazy, bro. Not counting what they have coming crazy. for their own is right. It's just bonkers. Bro. I don't know how we're going to find time to play all these things. But you <laughs> see, because that's all the is, stuff we're getting for free. Again, you, you got to keep in mind also. This is like, a conversation you know. for another time, Daniel. Yeah, and this is very interesting. If you're Sony, if you are Sony and you are looking at these marketable deals that Microsoft already has locked up, you're looking, you're saying, oh, shit. <laughs> they just bought Call of Duty. They own, they own Blizzard. They own King. They have near 40 studios, if you count everybody that's a part of Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And they have a first-party onslaught. That has, I mean, it's not here now because it's been, you know, they're taking their time. They're not, they're, they don't do the crunch thing, right. right? But it seems like the perfect storm is coming, right? Game Pass, you know, they're, they're getting into mobile, they're getting into PC. Game Pass is taking off, and now they have all of these first-party studio games coming, and now they have locked up all of these monster new IP for Game Pass. Sony is in big trouble well listen let, let's bring umbra into the conversation and then we'll get everyone the heck out of here umbra look again opinions are different some people find more value for game pass this year than others and that that's perfectly that's acceptable maybe we don't all like the same games but for your opinion on this re- regarding of what's coming in 2022 and 2023 what are your thoughts on this i mean they they seem to have really fixed a content issue with xbox uh by using 
what we've seen Sony do. They've they've used they basically took a page right out of Sony's book and they locked up all these deals for Xbox Game Pass that now Sony cannot touch. They'll right. be on Sony's machine, but no one's going to give a flying hoot nanny because they're on Game Pass. They get, we're getting it for free, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what most people walk away saying. Oh, well, yeah, I'm getting it for free. No, no, you're not, boom. You're paying. You better oh, be I careful, mean, yeah, because they will argue with you if you say free. Oh, no, the, the lynch mob will come out for me. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, they say that, and then they also say that we don't buy games, so I don't know right. where it's connected. <laughs> it right. right. Yeah, they're contradictory. That's all they do. Is, you know, the thing is, I've noticed with guys online is that so many of the narratives have been destroyed that they just flail about it's funny to see them in action but i'll say this it does seem like microsoft has kind of solved that content issue as far as uh diversity especially and because uh, danny stole my answer just want to throw it out there um, um <laughs> I, started, I started hearing them naming them off i'm like you know what all right i got them last time let it slide but basically yes yeah, 23 games that we know of already coming in 2023 to game pass and not just some any little games any either like big time games and even outside of first party like he pointed out you 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 cannot help but be happy with what you're seeing already unless you're just like i don't know super pessimistic or something like that but uh with what we already have coming in we know that microsoft is going to work on adding more uh for the year and that's only for the first 12 months by the way so we know it's going to be crazy next year. Uh, heck, it could still be crazier this year. We've we've still got some quality games. High on life, it's going to be a banger. Uh, I know that not everybody might agree, my good buddy Box here, but Atomic Heart is going to be massive. I mean, that game got nothing but buzz during Gamescom, uh, and it looks magnificent. It's one of the first games I would say that looks actually next gen right or well, i know with current gen i get it but it's one of those games that does that uh so going forward yeah i think they have that down i what i would like for them to do going beyond even 2023 and such is work on getting even bigger games so a lot of us were like man hopefully they can try to get saints row hopefully they can, they, they can try to get gotham knights you all remember that discussion so i, I hope going forward they, they strive to try to get bigger games put into the service day and date that would matter a lot, I think, in trying and pushing the, the service even more than what it is. And we talked about the marketing part, just to throw this out there. The reason why I look at it like that as far as the marketing goes is because if their goal is to really hit that many gamers as they want, they can't just rely on, uh, uh, rely on us and Game Pass itself because it's such a good value to sell itself because we give word yep. of mouth. And that has helped it. Word of mouth has helped tremendously, as we That's know. Far, yeah. But uh, if they really want to get the get to where they got to get to as far as reach they're going to have to step to step yeah. up the marketing game for that but adding these great games into the day and date into the service like this where we get it free yes attack me fanboys only fanboys i know you're <laughs> gonna come for me no but where it's essentially feels free at least to us right. uh yeah man it's a blessing i think uh, and it just it makes no sense if you're an xbox gamer yeah to ignore game pass at this point it's not it's we're not back with in 2017 anymore it's a it's a new day. So and this is coming on the heels of the family plan, the family uh, exactly. friends and family plan that's going to be announced uh, probably right before again if if not before Black Friday uh, I would imagine soon because mm. you know obviously the the name leaked and then you know Microsoft wants to get ahead of that dude it's just it's madness mm-hmm. yeah it's madness it is and that's it's only going to help it even further because I'm guessing that what 
do we know the the parameters around it? It's going to be like what five people or something like that. Or something? Yeah, it's yourself and and four other additional people for right. twenty five bucks a month. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Supposedly, yeah, that's that's beautiful. And uh, I mean, a lot of people had been asking for that, so it'll, it'll help a lot. Uh, me myself, I game share with my family, particularly my uh, my nephew. So it would be nice to actually be able to share that out with other family members. Yeah, my nephew's ju- going into my uh, into my plan. A good friend of mine, uh, he's nice. jumping on my plan as well because you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm doing okay. So mm-hmm. I, I figured that you know I can help out a few people. Yeah, um, share the blessings. And it's, it's just it's. Absolutely. And by Again, doing that. Yeah. And by doing that, boom, I don't mean to interrupt, but by you doing that, though, you inadvertently, if they end up purchasing more games because they're in that ecosystem yes. and that game isn't in Game Pass because people forget that, you can still buy games. Yep. There's mm-hmm. games that are not going to be as part of the service. As David McGee was about to mention earlier, mm-hmm. there's games that are not going to be part of the service that you're still going to buy. And if you love the game enough in Game Pass, things get moved out. They don't stay there forever. You're going to end up buying the game if you've put that time in there. That's I just feel like this gets slept on so much, and it's the whole other piece of the pie that we got to keep considering. I mean, that's a great point. People seem to forget that you're absolutely right. They may be – again, this is is something to be said about – if they're new to the ecosystem and once they get their sea legs and they start learning what's in here, they're going to buy a game that's in here. That's not on game pass. And, and you know, something steel to your point, they're going to be more likely to spend it because they're getting all these other games for quote unquote free. So they'll be willing to spend the microtransactions. They'll be willing to buy said game. Well, I didn't have to buy this game and they don't have this game, but the, the four of the games I got for free, because like I said, folks, it's only a matter of time before someone around a water cooler or at the mm-hmm. uh, in school by their lockers and say, yo, I just got the newest Call of Duty for free. People can be like, excuse me, bitch, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I downloaded on Game Pass. Uh, Detention. You, know, yeah, you, got, the old, you got the old five-finger discount, but, did you? Uh, <laughs> it's it's oh, going God, to happen, man. and when it happens... Yep. Like I said, there there is a lot to be said about what's going to happen. Sony is is in trouble. They know it. Microsoft, they, they woke the sleeping giant, right? They had, uh, you know, they reigned supreme for many, many years. This is how you share games, whatever, first party greatness, all that other stuff. And all they've been doing, and if you want to hear how they're going to lose this generation starting this year, tune in to tomorrow's primetime gaming where it's going to get a little bit uh, edgy. A little spicy, um, yeah. Can, 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 can I say something real quick? Because yeah. I heard Umbra, Umbra was saying to, to, to be putting big games on, on Game Pass. Hey, Umbra, I, I, I want to see more small companies put put on Game yeah. Pass like, like they're doing because those small companies one day might become big. So with that... They will. Push, I want the diversity, Lou. Lou. Yeah, I, I, lo- yeah, I love that both. diversity. I'll do, do both. Do both. I mean, I, I'll say this. We, we've got yeah. an overabundance of indies, and indies yeah. carry the year for us. I yeah. Think that's yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of people here have played Power Wash, I bet you. Oh, I, dude, I, crazy yeah. people play <laughs> yes, Power Yes, I'm telling you. I haven't touched them, it yeah. yet, but almost everybody on my see? time, on my friends list was playing. I'm like, what are you all? Are you all hypnotized? Or I'm telling you. And, and there's some type of device in the game that captures that once they get in it. I love it. And everybody who's played it, they're like, oh, man, it's so relaxing. You It's so relaxing. That's what I hear from everyone. It's crazy. It must be for like those who got a lot of inner rage. So it must calm them down, I imagine. I don't know. Oh, my God. When I saw the gameplay, I was like, nah, that's not going to Yeah, it may not be for. 
for everyone, but look, there, there is the it. one thing that we can all agree on yeah. is Microsoft, uh, and Phil Spencer said it, Sarah Bond has said it, Aaron Greenberg have said it. They mm -hmm. want diversity, uh, not only in their community, which they have, which is the Xbox community is just incredible. It has assholes too, sure, but for the most part, they're gamers, and they and and they don't troll, and they don't they don't go out of their way to be mean and uh, and ruin the moment. But they want diversity in their games. They want all kinds of games from kid friendly to puzzle to games that your knife says he wants to stab someone's a hole out. You know, I mean, listen, <laughs> it, it, these these things happen. So look, Best all I can character. say is that I want to thank over four hundred and fifty people that tuned in for today's show. Thank you so much for another, uh, you know, successful. Uh, Xbox Factor Pilot podcast. Let, let's get to the outros and we'll start with our, our guests first. Steel Rain, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone about your march to 1K on yes, Living Split Screen and where they can do they go right now and subscribe okay. to your channel. But more importantly, strike up a conversation on social media. Look, man, I make it real easy for everybody. Um, gotta streamline things, right? So um, you can find me, Steel Rain. I, Steel Rain, I, the T is a seven. You can type it in Google and you'll you'll find me. All the information is there. Uh, again, like I've been making the joke, my wife thought it was a game. I had her type it in. Boom, it take her immediately there. So um, whether that's YouTube, Twitter, uh, Xbox, whatever the case may be, PC, hit me up in the message. Let's chop it up. I'm the Salt Gaming, man. Or if you want some life advice, I can't guarantee I got the best, but I can definitely see what I can do for you. Um, other than that, Every Saturday morning, um, I co-host one of my uh, great esteemed hosts, um, Ponso, with a non-console-eccentric platform known as Living Split Screen, uh, where we just talk about everything that's going on within the gaming industry with a personal flair to it, right? I mentioned that RTS view earlier, um, basically pulling yourself out of the world, looking at the darker crevices of the map, pulling those resources together, and just having to open the conversation, building up the uh, that community, building up your foundation um, so we can re eventually reach that 3 billion gamers that Phil was talking about and um, also just expand the gaming space. Um, other than that, again, boom, it's always a beautiful time here. Uh, anytime that I get the podcast with you, so greatly appreciate you extending that invite out again, man. I always appreciate it. Um, and if I ever got time, you know, I'm here, man. And um, look, everybody else on the panel is a superstar, man. Y'all aren't following them. We gotta follow everybody that's here because uh, there's some of the greatest community members that we have. Uh, you guys gotta realize that. I'm pretty sure most of you do, but uh, definitely follow everybody and greatly appreciate you all for being here. Much love. Uh, thank you so much for that. And we love having you, Steel Rain. Shout out to Master Clowns X3, who's been a channel member for 18 months. And he says this Love the talk, Mr. Boom. Congratulations on your channel's continued growth. Thank you so much for that. Yes, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we hit 11K and we are just about to hit 11.1. Uh, and that's, of course, well, thanks to you folks that find the channel, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. But of course, let's welcome in the crazy one, Crazy Lou oh. Gaming from the the xbox international podcast uh to sell your brand brother tell everyone where they can subscribe to your channel check out that weekly show and more importantly reach out to you on social media oh man y'all can find me at twitter at crazy louis gaming doing all my good morning videos promos and all the crazy stuff i do that's where i usually have a lot of fun and also you can find me every single wednesday on xbox 
International at 7 p.m. at the Crazy Louie Gaming YouTube channel with my brother Sal Blow and Silent Cypher. Hey, boom, again, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a fun show today. Really, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and panel, you guys are awesome. If you guys like Steel Rain City, you guys are not following them, please follow those awesome guys on here. And chat, you guys have been keeping it rocking and going. You guys are fantastic. Love you all. Seriously, it's been a fun episode. Thank you again, Boom, for having me on here. Uh, thank you for being here, brother. And uh, Boxing Burger, you got a show coming up this week, and you also have an incredible YouTube channel that drops tons of video. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone they can subscribe to your YouTube channel, but potentially reach out and strike up a conversation on social media. Yeah, first of all, thanks again for having me. Um, it's always a blast to be here on the Xbox Factor podcast. Boom, you have a fantastic community here, and you Thank always you, bring up a stellar panel, so it is a lot of fun. In case people uh, don't follow me uh, or know where to find me, it's easy. It's everywhere at Boxenberger. As you said, I do have a YouTube channel, and we have a fantastic uh, podcast on that as well wondering dutch and i have weekly guests um this week we're gonna have the absolute pleasure to have umbra on it's always a little smaller yes. panel so we have more direct conversations and um yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna cover a ton of different topics uh some Ooh. of you have heard the top uh some of the, the the major topics of course already but we always talk about stuff that a lot of people seem to miss these days. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Europe or 2 p.m. Eastern. And boom, uh, I will be back in two weeks again. So I see you hey. guys. Yes, absolutely. That's right. You're going to be doing something next week. And obviously, it's funny because Pong is here next week. You're not here. I think <laughs> yeah. he's ducking you, bro. I, I really think that might be something. <laughs> he is. Plane. He is. <laughs> for sure. I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well listen enjoy we'll see you back next week but thank you for being here uh daniel mcgee sell your brand brother what new videos have you dropped because listen if you're not watching daniel's stuff you're honestly missing out he does videos they're not five minutes they're not seven minutes some of them are half an hour but they're worth your time especially if you're like me and you do the cleaning you get you get to listen to it <laughs> and you can sit back you put the phone up you listen to him break down stuff where he does the research daniel sell it brother tell everyone where they can subscribe to your youtube channel but more importantly reach out to you on social media yeah yeah so you can find me on youtube at daniel mcg that's daniel mcg or on twitter at daniel j mcg uh i actually just published a, a video i guess it would have gone live about five minutes ago uh me just talking about the embracer stuff from last week where they were buying lord of the rings and all that craziness uh as well as a a, a quick recap of what i thought about uh the gamescom opening night live live stream uh so hopefully you like it uh it's it is a longer video it's about 45 minutes uh, i accidentally sat down and did a one-man podcast it turned out <laughs> i'm wrong with that brother listen we love, love love the hot takes um and uh you do good work man you always bring a lot of interesting points to the conversation and uh again you, you can't argue that um it's uh it's not worthy of your time especially if you're looking for the proper information uh so good stuff as always daniel thank uh you. so thank you so much for being here and last and in no way least, uh, Infinite Umbra, part of the Xbox Infinite podcast. Friday evenings, I believe it's 8 p.m. 
And that crew over there delivers each and every stream. Talk about it, brother. Tell everyone where they can get over and check you, uh, check you yourself out. Doom Cutie, Risk It for the Biscuit, and Jedi Peter. Uh, uh, where can they hang out on Friday evenings if they want to add another uh, incredible Xbox show to their playlist? Well, you guys can, like you say, you hit it right on the head. Boom. You can find me on Xbox Infinite. Secretly, my podcast, as it has my name in it. <laughs> we won't talk to you about that. Uh, it's uh, Fridays at 8 o'clock Eastern, so 7 o'clock Central for like people like myself. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys come through and, uh, you know, support us over there. I've seen a few of you over there before, so I hope you keep coming through. Uh, just want to say thank you to the chat and especially, uh, of course, my my uh, panel here. You guys were excellent, gave great takes. Danny stole one of my thoughts, but um, we, we will ignore that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, still, thanks for coming through, brother. You always give the good energy that I do not have right now. And, uh, <laughs> and crazy Louie, always excellent to hear you, brother. And Box, when I come through with the show, I know you, you're one of the classiest people I know, you and, and Wandering Dutch. Thank you, I am not going to be classy on your show though i am <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be declassy i'm gonna declassify sometimes you, know, you just sense. need that for the you know for the conversation yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be the chris tucker to your jackie chan on that show <laughs> okay. love, it. love it it's gonna be an awesome yes. show man it's gonna Absolutely. be awesome can't wait to talk about it brother but um what's up Kay? i see you out there but yeah you know it's something you said Still rain. It just caught me, and I was still, I was singing it, but I couldn't do it while you all were talking. I was, <laughs> I'm not going to do it though. I'm stopping myself. <laughs> you were like we're superstars. I was like, if you are what you say, <laughs> <you> <laughs> are. let me stop Didn't myself. But you all can find me on Twitter under Umber Infinite or Infinite Umber. You'll find me either way. And yeah, uh, you guys come through and support us. And of course, you know I'm here. So see you guys yeah. again next week. Well, uh, thank you. A big again, a big thank you to all the super chats to come in, folks. Like I said, you don't understand. Uh, we we definitely uh, turn those super chats around and repurpose them into new equipment for the channel, as well as the big giveaways. And there are two thousand dollars more of giveaways coming this year: one in September, one in November, and the big one for one thousand dollars in December. Uh, we'll be making the announcements on the YouTube channel as well as as we get closer to them. Uh, Boom's birthday bash in September. Mrs. Boom's birthday bash where it's our birthdays, but you guys get the gifts. And of course, because the world is uh, a bit tough and because we are very blessed and fortunate, uh, Mrs. Boomstick and I have decided that we are going to double up what we're doing on oh, the wow. birthday bashes and give away $1,000 for Christmas. Uh, and we'll, we'll, you know, again, all everyone that wins will get a prize. I don't care where you are in the world. There are many money apps. We prefer PayPal for, you know, security and safety, or, you know, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But uh, we welcome in all international viewers. So don't sweat that. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, That is some, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my pop taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others. How you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. <laughs>